This week on the BAMFCAST, we're gonna put your ghettos on blast. Hater. One star, we're in. All right, and welcome to the BAMFCAST. Hey, hey, BAMFCAST. Episode 185. Man, that's some numbers. It is. Yep. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. And I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every week, especially in months like Freedom Month, Freedom, is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Then we come in here and talk about it for the first half. And the good bad movies, the enjoyable bad movies, they get one to five jocks and robot jocks. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And the bad bad movies doesn't stay away. They get the negative sliding scale, one to five bags. doesn't do bad bad. Twilight. <laughs> no. Boo. Show because Freedom Month and we can watch whatever the hell we want. No themes. No strings attached. We decided to watch 1989's Ghetto Blaster, James. Mm -hmm. Ghetto Blaster. Well, we almost we almost had a quick. Well, we had a we had a quick veto, but we had a really well horrible. It was more technical issues. I exercised my freedom of veto, sure, um, which was fair. It, it granted it five minutes and 18 seconds. Eh. Um, I don't think uh, you opening did ask logos. before. You probably asked about 19 seconds earlier. Than yeah, that, right. So. Well, opening logos we'll allow don't count. Yeah. yeah. But we'll get back to that movie later because then we just played but roulette it, yeah. and mm-hmm. came up with. But it did have. Toad Blossom. Yeah. Yeah. The right. vetoed movie did have Robert Zadar, which is our tie to the. What? It, it does. Cop of Samurais. Sure. Brown, well, same, same director and everything. But anyway, let's talk about Ghetto Blaster. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Plot summary, because that's what we do, and then we'll talk more about it. When Travis, middle-aged, working-class man, returns home to visit his parents, he quickly learns that his hood is rife with criminal activity and gang warfare. Quickly, Travis finds himself thrust into a position to defend his family and neighbors from the punks who terrorize them on a daily basis. Good thing he has military training, enabling the man to become a one-man vigilante unit against the forces of evil in his town. Oh, Mm mm-hmm. I love that everyone in the 80s had military training of, of some kind. Well, because every oh, middle-aged yeah. dude yes. in the 80s was in Vietnam. Was in the shit. Well, Travis, the middle-aged working-class man, is played by Richard Hatch. Hooray! Battlestar Galactica, both old and new. More, more old, but mostly some new. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. And that guy. other people. There are other people in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Most that have been on General Hospital, apparently. No. That seems to come up. All right. Well, you have R.G. Armstrong. The general from... Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's He's in it briefly. Briefly, yes. As his dad. Mm -hmm. And this movie is directed by Alan Stewart, who... uh, Stuntman was in Action USA, the Bamcast on Action USA. Yep. Um, Done... Producers of Action USA as well. Yeah, done a bunch of stuff behind the scenes, more so than in front of it, but... Yeah. Whatever. But just look up this guy's IMDb (laughs) photo. Yeah, really. Because it is truly a work of art. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. How did you guys describe it? Earlier, somebody said it was a oh, like a like a high school gym teacher prom picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he was or at the prom photo for perhaps, the chaperone, yeah. and yeah, just took that picture. Hey, Mr. Sterling, can we take your picture? <laughs> sure, guys. All right, okay. looking my best. It's glorious. <laughs> Check out mustache. And comb yep. my mustache real quick. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So this movie, um, this movie opens kind of literally with a bang because it's hey. it's just. Like right off the bat, I mean, we got do 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 do, you know, eighties rap music. So much eighties oh, rap. Oh, it's great. Yeah. And and replete with you know eighties rap uh, sketch editing mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. like going between shots <laughs> as it would bounce between shots and then transition over something new. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like right off the bat, like first scene, it's like once they actually kind of stop showing you just how shitty Los Angeles is in nineteen eighty eight, which is really shitty. Yeah. They they kind of 
do a little interview with a couple of Latino gangbangers, and then like ten seconds later, it's like ladies walking her like you know little daughter down the street, and she's like, I don't know if we want to go by those guys, and then here comes a van that we've kind of been watching throughout this little montage Mm -hmm. come around the corner and drive by kill like three of the gang members and for whatever reason the little girl had wandered right in front of them and gets shotgun blast to the chest yeah square in the chest yeah and it's like but the the goofy 80s rap has never stopped i mean yeah (laughs) that's what's really weird about the tone of this scene is it's like wow here's some horrific real life violence of the time and you know your your typical like everybody can rap to it 80s rap music you know Mm -hmm. Well, I yeah. love that this was not licensed. This was just straight up. They were like, yeah. somebody make us a rap song. Right. And it, it sounded, sounded like, like every rap song. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just to the point that like, like the we, color we never heard it, and we were all like making up our own rap lyrics to yeah. go along with it, because it's just the... It's very easy to do. My name is something, and I'm here to say yeah. it's rapping today about everything, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. The beats are all exactly... Yeah. You know exactly how it's going to go. Yes. But it's all right. It works. Yeah. So, I mean... It's this... on the timbre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Your I mean... enunciation... <laughs> This yeah. uh, this horrific scene kind of ends, and we get uh, Richard Hatch pulling up. Well, he's been driven up to the doorstep by his, air quotes, daughter? His 30-year-old daughter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, Who looks um, about his age. Yeah, because until she like stops the car and gets out and is like, hey, dad, <laughs> and throws his hat at him or something like that, and like, wake up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just weird. We're like, oh, really? Daughter? Oh, okay. Yeah. You have her when you were 12? <laughs> Like, I, but yeah, using, anyway, they yeah. pull up and, you know, hey, grandma comes out to meet him and uh, so glad you're home. And then not two seconds later, you hear singing and the funeral for that little girl from earlier is happening two doors down mm-hmm. at yeah. the church. And, and this begins the message of, well, the neighborhood's changed a lot since you were home, Travis. And Come inside. Yeah, come inside. I'll make you <laughs> some That tea. is basically the existence of the mom is reminding Travis that the neighborhood has changed since he last lived And there. us. Because she will say it to herself on many occasions when he leaves the room. Mm. Right. My neighborhood, Mom. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore, Shan. Not that anymore. foreboding Mom. Yeah. What'd you say, Mom? No, oh, no, no, nothing. No, oh, nothing, son. <laughs> just, just be careful. Don't, don't watch your dad get no, shot. No, her voice cooler. did not sound no. like that, though. Yeah. Her yeah, voice was like, like hey, gravelly. Yeah. Hey, we Travis. We ain't moving, Travis. <laughs> don't you start with that. Yeah. But then, like, the next scene, before we even really know who these people are, the, the Hispanic gang, the Hammers, is what their name is, we find out. Mm-hmm. Um, leader of Jesus uh, and, and crew are uh, loading into a car to go do a dr- uh, retaliation drive-by. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. So, well, yeah. One of their guys got gunned down. Yeah. So they, Along with a little girl. Right. So they go, and they find them, and they shoot, like, three more dudes. And then, like, they drive off, and, like, the two guys are like, hey... Let's jump in the van and follow those guys that just did the drive-by, because that seems like a good idea. Mm-hmm. Then it becomes an extended car chase sequence, sort of. Kind of, through like alleyways and crap. Lots of shots of gas pedals being pushed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. there's some good like bumper shots of people jumping out of the way of the car. Smash the shit out of a uh, shopping cart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is a nice one. And that dude, I don't know if that there was a dummy or not, but that, that guy that was holding onto the shopping cart, mm-hmm. he got launched. Yeah. I, I just wish there had been somebody walking like with a pane of glass across the street. Yeah, yeah. There had been like stand, a fruit cart, stand. Yeah. Yeah. Of chicken, Sadly, yeah. there were none of these things in the alleyways. Of, no. Someone we just was been hired to walk back ghetto. and forth here. We don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. no, none of that. But everything else that you would expect in a cheap car chase is there. Yes. Including the van somehow, like a, a stunt that apparently goes wrong. Because it looks like the van crashes into like a bumper of a car and then... 
like it was supposed to flip somehow, but didn't. No. And so then, then they just going. kind of ram it into a wall. <laughs> and then cut away, cut away from it and just be like, well, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that van uh, is it, no good anymore. Because then dude gets out the back. Obviously, it, he's like just painted on ash and blood well, all he, over but him. He's like 30 seconds from death. Right, yeah. And if one of Jesus' guys is like, ah, just leave him. We need to get out of here. That guy's done. Jesus he just like, sh- shoots him a look. And he's like, no, man. No, no. no. This is I personal. He goes over to him and the guy's like, brother, please help me. I just, I love what, I love the makeup job that they do on him. It's terrible. He, he looks like he got burned and then coated in blood. Yeah. Like all at the same time, you know, he was just in the back of a van that crashed. It's so like he's in. I wonder what they were storing in the back of that van. Yeah, I don't know. It's like he's in a stage play. Like yeah. one of the stage plays in Rushmore or something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That is exactly what he looked like. But he's like, oh, please. So, so he, he was in the shit? Me. Yeah, he was in the shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the look on this guy's face when he realizes that Jesus is going to execute him is just, it's a classic. Oh, it's a yeah. full freak out. Like, ah! a, blam. I can't escape, but. But they do that like nice long, like almost Miller's Crossing shot, like shooting him from really far away. And the other gang guy's just like, damn, damn. Cool. But yeah, but then Jesus just kind of walks back to the car and then it's just like, I told you I was bad. <laughs> Nobody's meaner than me. Yeah, yeah, that's what he's, yeah, that's what he's like. Okay, let's get back to our car. Let's go back to like, our shitty warehouse, dude. Let's Dance. go get a Choco Taco. <laughs> let's go be more stereotypical. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and then, so I guess they go back to Travis's house, and he's like, I'm going to go get Dad, because he's at the store. Apparently, they have some kind of history, which I, I think is just like, Dad was like, hey, I want you to work in the store. And he's like, I'm a construction foreman. That pays better than your shitty convenience store yeah i'm that, leaving the dad that was the fight they had three years earlier yeah the dad is kind of like the daughter in the jitters yeah where it's like i'm not giving up on this store <laughs> right this is my dream and right. it's like no your you dream need to go you need a better dream <laughs> yeah you need to dream bigger yeah they're destroying more of your your product than selling so yeah. you need to go yeah but yeah and, so he's, like, and he's paying protection money so how, how can he be making, making no money, money at all yeah. Yeah. yeah but so he he goes out to get in his car and there's just gang members sitting on it mm-hmm. he's like hey guys well, he plays it cool he's just like guys hey would you mind not sitting on my car it doesn't look like much but it's all i got yeah hey mm-hmm. you know like, buddies fuck geez. you pal well, and then the guy like doesn't he like do something he wipes his thumb on it somehow yeah just, like he, he does something to it yeah yeah and I, travis is just like again he's like he takes it up a little bit next notch on the you know kind of being kind he's just like look my you know my father taught me some manners not to you know mess with other people's stuff Apparently oh, he says that. that kind of snarkily. A little bit, yeah. but I mean, you know, it's yeah. it's the next logical step of not like he didn't immediately go to get the fuck off my car, which is where he could have gone. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, so of course they're just like they they take it on another step of like, hey, fuck you, good buddy, and then he's kind of like, all right, let's do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and puts they him do. In, put, puts him in an arm bar and he's like, yeah, make a move, I'll break your you know friend's arm here, and they're like, all right, it's cool, we're out here, bye. Mm-hmm. Throws a hat at the one yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you forgot your hat. Essay or whatever. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here, you pickup artist. Yeah. Maricone. He throws the hat and just goes sailing past him like a frisbee. Right. Mm-hmm. So he continues on to go see dad. Now, mm-hmm. doesn't he Doesn't he meet, uh, what's your face first? Uh, yeah. Angeline. What's her name? Angelina? And, and Gina. And Gina? Gina. Angelina. Angelina. Okay, sorry. Gina. So yeah, he meets Gina first because like she, whatever, I, I think she was looking at him and almost walks out in the traffic and drops her groceries and right. he just kind of walks mm-hmm. up and is like, hey, how, how you doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. and of course the, like the two guys uh, plus like eight more are right behind him like get away from her Gina yeah get over here now. get over here now <laughs> that kind of thing yeah yeah. he's like who are, who are they your boyfriends and it's just like hey alright here's 
here's the girl. Right. Here's, well, Ma- here's Maria to his Tony. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. the usual, of course. He's picked the one girl who's like the sister of one of the gang leaders. And of course, the gang leader is in love with her. Yeah, so. she's like right. forced to date the gang leader. Mm-hmm. Right. So, she, of course, this is the only woman that right. Travis would choose. Worst possible in. choice. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So Despite anyway. actually looking like she should be his daughter's age. Yeah. As she opposed looks to what his daughter's daughter. age actually looks like right. in this movie. Yeah, but I'll, yeah, it's just like, hey, here's character. All right, let's mm-hmm. go see Dad. Yep. And yeah, he goes in, like, Dad's doing the, like, kid's like, you know, that's 50 cents, kid. And he's like, I only have a quarter. And he's like, all right, well, bring me the other quarter tomorrow. It's just like, friendly old guy running the shop. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. here, you can Except have your candy. Except he's the out colonel here. from Predator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here, you rapscallion. Yeah. He's a good kid. <laughs> yeah. And of course, he wants Travis to continue the dream. He's like, oh, you're back, so you can take over the store and all yeah. that and travis is like uh we're just it's thanksgiving dad we're just here for the weekend i work in construction i'm yeah. not doing that your store sucks yeah, look we, around <laughs> yeah do you do you remember where you live dad yeah and, have you walked outside yeah <laughs> you just teleport to work every day <laughs> you live in a war zone yeah <laughs> you don't seem to realize this seriously i can't i, I just yeah. got here and i've been attacked like three times yeah mm-hmm. But yeah, it's so yeah, he just was like, "Oh, Dad, all right, you're stupid. I'm not going to work for you. I'll be back to pick you up later, or walk mm-hmm. you home, or whatever." <laughs> hey, good looking Dad, I'll be back to pick <laughs> yeah. you up later. <laughs> yeah. So, and then he goes home and has dinner with the family, where mm-hmm. the mom once again tells him that the neighborhood has changed and right, everything. Of course, whatever. Yeah. Go get your father. Yeah, and then the daughter just continues to be worthless in her existence, except we know that she'll be threatened later on yeah, in the movie right. because sure. she's his daughter. Yeah. Right. No so, reason for her to be in the yeah, movie. Yeah. Otherwise, otherwise, up to that point, like. No yeah. reason to have no. this woman in this movie. But she yeah, shows it, up every once in a while to kind of like try to talk sense to him to where, where mom's like oblivious, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll go get you some more marmalade. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dad, are you crazy? Yeah. Stop starting shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, his face is all bruised. Did you fall down another <laughs> set of stairs, son? You got to be yes. careful. Yeah, you are such a class. I told you to pick up your skates and not leave them on. <laughs> yeah. But, okay, but of course, she's reiterating that the dad wants to stay and that they've right. lived here for 40 years. And, yeah. It's their home. And, and you need to help with this. So, and of course, the dad's still at the store. So he's like, well, I'll go get him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, of, of course, on cue, that's when the guys come in for the protection money. Yeah. And start harassing mm-hmm. the old man. And But they start dropping bottles of Caro syrup. Yeah. Oops. Oops. Looks like <laughs> I slipped. <laughs> <laughs> pay, pay us money. I already paid you. Pay us more. Because <laughs> in America, you pay taxes, and in whatever neighborhood this is, you pay Hammerland. the king. Hammerland. You, you got to pay the king. Hammerland. 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 Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. The regal cult of Hammerland. <laughs> Hammerland. <laughs> well, the movie did start with a crawl <laughs> saying that LA oh, yes. is filled with gangs that equate themselves to being medieval kingdoms, and this is sure. just one tale of one gang or something. It's like, right. okay, whatever. Yeah. So right, get ready for a lot of hammer pun reference things. Yeah, like the hammers dropped and uh, nail the hammers and uh, yeah, uh, all the hammers are broken. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but, but yeah. So they're threatening him for protection money, and then like knife to his like to his face, like we're gonna cut you, old man. Yeah. And that's when and Travis comes in yeah. and they're like, "Hey, man, we'll be back to talk to you later." Yeah. Also got Mr. Microphone yeah. going on. Here. And. <laughs> So he's he's like, are those guys bothering you? And he's like, nah, you know, it's the neighborhood, whatever. Hey, let's go put some beer in the cooler, and I'll clean up this glass. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. So Travis takes his jacket off and gets in the cooler, and the guys just pop right back up. 
It's like, now that your son's trapped well, in the cooler. They start punching him in the stomach, like, without any warning, just like, <laughs> all right, we're back, let's punch you in the old stomach. And yeah. It's like, I, go get the money out of the register. I, I don't even remember why, like, what... Oh, I think he starts to kind of fight back. Like, he does, he, yeah. yeah. He, he sort of pushes one of them, and the other guy, the guy who's at the register, just blows him away. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, like, you know, blood, you know, splatters right onto the cooler doors where Travis is standing right there. Yeah. Dad! No! And he runs Uncle out and ben. gets brained for his troubles. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, you don't forget the hammers. <laughs> they like yeah. shake a beer bottle at him or something. Like, yeah. Where like, like has to get sap or something. I don't like, know. It, for all the dudes you that they kill the in this movie, the fact that they never kill this guy is dumb. Because they yeah. will kill anybody else at the drop of a hat. They don't oh, care. Oh, yeah. They'll gun yeah. him down. But this guy's just like, I'm just going to punch you in the back of the head. <laughs> that'll, that'll teach you. Well, they didn't know how dangerous he was yet. But they will. Well, <laughs> he's the ghetto blaster. Yeah, he is the ghetto blaster. <laughs> yeah, because we learn Travis the ghetto blaster, no last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we learn after this when he's meeting with the cops. You know, they're like they're taking the dad away, and yeah. he's like, "Hey, man, we're going to take you to the hospital." He's like, "No, no, I'm fine, dude. Don't yeah. worry about it." You know, and, and well, the cops just like, "Are you, are you are, Travis Lane?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, yeah we learned yeah. that he played football. Sixty-seven. Like, well, because he goes like, "Yeah, we used to call you the passing lane." Yeah. <laughs> What happened? <laughs> Why didn't you play pro? Or the fast lane or whatever it was. Yeah. No, yeah, it was the passing lane. Yeah. Yeah. Travis, uh, like, the ghetto blaster passing lane. Yeah. It's yeah. like Nicholas Winding Refn. Yeah. And the we just, you were really terrible safety. Yeah. I hate to tell you this. <laughs> Why were you You passing? were just the worst. We called you the passing lane. Never to your face. Yeah. But, so I was like, yeah. Why didn't you play pro or anything? Because like, well, I got drafted. Oh, yeah. What'd you do? Like... Urban, a- anti-urban, urban, urban redevelopment, yeah. something. Just <laughs> I like, was on the urban redevelopment yeah. committee. Yeah. yeah, he was like, "Oh, well, that's going to come in handy here." Oh, and he was sure. like, "Huh, yeah, yeah. I'm working in the store now." Right. <laughs> in other words, he told him, "Yeah, I was in the shit." Yeah. Well, well, they so. do. They do an interesting cut. Like he's like, "All right, I'm going to take you home," and they kind of. It's actually kind of an interesting shot for this movie because it, it just does the like he pulls up to the house, the cop drops him off, and he does that like slow slow like you know jacket over the shoulder like oh mm-hmm. shit i gotta go tell everyone mm-hmm. yeah know, grandpa's dead yeah but then cut to like and when he walks into the house it's five days later so yeah well he's working at the store yeah. and this was when we're introduced to um oh god what was his name dobson dobson got yeah. dobson, dobson here, here. yeah <laughs> right <laughs> yes thank you just well just imagine like yafet koto's grandfather that's this guy. Yeah. He's, he's got that same sort of attitude about him, but he's 110 years old. Mm-hmm. And, and he's got a cat with him. Yes. I just, he, that's that's the visual that you need. Yeah, Mr. Twist. Yes, yeah. Mr. Twist. <laughs> so he's like, <laughs> he's the only guy tougher than me. Well, he's like, he's like, he's full of fight and ready to fuck. Yes. Yeah, so he describes <laughs> yeah. the cat. And so right away, we're like, this guy rules. Yeah, so does his cat. Because <laughs> he's like, you got our account for well, us. Well, because he walks in, he's just like, yeah, I got, I got credit. Yeah. You know, like, Gimme. Yeah. Give me stuff. He's like, oh, all right. Oh, there you are. Yeah. yeah all okay. Right. Do you know my dad? Yeah, we, he's my best friend. Yeah, he's my only friend. Mr. Twist's friend, too. Uh, they're our friends. They're, uh, we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> they're our friends. Everybody was friends. Yeah. And they both like, sucked a mean dick. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just, they just sort of like, this neighborhood sucks. And he's like, yeah, it sort of does. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Yeah. I'll, I'll be back, be back for tomorrow. more free shit. I'll be back tomorrow to tell you what apparently you're listening to me about that you don't listen to your own mother about. Mm. Uh, about yeah. Bad, bad neighborhood. Whatever. But of course, yeah. this is like the busiest morning ever. It's like everything plot related shows up because mm-hmm. then uh, then Gina shows up. 
And it's like, hey, sorry about your dead dad and stuff. Here's a flower. And he's, he's like, like, your boyfriend's killed him and yeah. take your free cigarettes uh, and get out. Well, he's, she's like, I want to buy some cigarettes. He gets a call because like, he's trying to sell the place immediately. He's mm-hmm. like, get us the fuck out of here. Yeah. He's like, well, what are you waiting for? Just steal the cigarettes. <laughs> 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 That's everyone's yeah, response. He's very disgruntled. Yeah. He's point. kind of a dick to His her. life yeah. is but just in, like sucks grieving. at this point. He's in the anger down. stage yeah. of grief. <laughs> Let's see how many Fresh Prince references we can work with. All of them. <laughs> yeah, but she leaves and he turns around. There's a flower on the counter. Right. He with a note. card and it's like, you're an asshole. Yeah. Love sorry, Gina. my brother and his friend <laughs> shot your dad. <laughs> Won't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> Hang in there with a the little cat. <laughs> it's Mr. Twist. <laughs> <laughs> fucking in the cat. It's Mr. Twist. Fucking the cat that's hanging on the tree. <laughs> hey, man. Cat's got to get his, man. Gotta get some We have a future <laughs> yeah. in the greeting card department. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Hammerville? Hammertown. Hammerberg. Uh, so. Hammerton. <laughs> Hammerton yeah. on the veil. Well, yep. So fast forward a little bit. Up, no. And of course, he's closing up shop. Mm-hmm. And of course, three of these dudes show up again. And then, you know, they've been yelled at by Jesus, who's like, he. One guy took you out. What the hell? You know. Yeah. So of course they have to come back, and he proceeds to beat the crap out of all of them. Also, because they come at him with a knife and not a gun, which again, you know, dumb. Nobody ever decides to do the right thing. No, at least if you're a gang member. Well, most of the people, dude. yeah, most of the people bring knives to gunfights or vice versa. Yes, yeah. pretty much. This pretty movie. much every time. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is no gun on gun no. fight. He's it's just a always. very lucky dude. But yes, he? several times he should have been shot in the face. Right. <laughs> Uh, but th- is this when is this when they they drag him back to like or she shows up like or walking by the, and it's like hey hey he's hey. closing up after yeah. he's beaten them up and she's like you know why don't you come back help me you know carry something her, her giant pillow are we jumping purse. ahead I can't remember which happened first because like which was the the fight where uh, what's his uh, Dobson showed up. Oh it's, that's it's after that because he beats up the three dudes and right. they go back and and then they, and he says again it's like. I gave you one job. Yeah. Why right. can't you take out this freaking guy? Right. And they go to him and they're just like, you're going to get beat up now. And that's the way it is. Cause the guy like, cause shows somebody him his actually gun. has a gun. And he's like, he's like, I've got moves too. And shows him the guns. Like not really a move yeah. per se, yeah. just a mm-hmm. gun showing. So yeah, they just, they take him to an alley and just start round kicking him to well, the yeah, face. One guy's spin kicking him right. into the face repeatedly. And that goes on. And then, well, cause eventually he's like, why don't you just fall down? It's the only way he's going to be happy. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And then Dobson just shows up out of the alley with a gun. and like, <laughs> Gun right let, to his face. Yeah, just like, why don't you let someone else speak for a change? Yeah. <laughs> so then they have a proper fight right. where he proceeds to kick his ass mm-hmm. with, I don't know, pseudo-military moves. Yeah, yeah well, the guy keeps trying to do roundhouse kicks on him and is just shocked when Travis <laughs> grabs his leg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of... I'm assuming he punches him like in the thigh or something because he starts limping around really bad. Well, he only knows one move in the fighting game and if the guy picks up on it right away. Yeah. It's like, okay, he's going to do the spinning kick. Okay, ah, just block yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're all just like, we're gonna tell our boss. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That, that, that's about their reaction. And then they just kind of walk off, like, yeah, I guess that didn't go that great. Yeah, right. Eh, you know. Yeah, and there's well, some... and, they ha- and he has another moment with Dobson. Where he's just like, yeah, this place. Huh? Yeah. am I right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> totally you <are> right. <laughs> and then cut to like, oh, it, he said no. He says something. He says like, he he has some line where it's just like. Well, he tells the dude, dude piece of trash. Well, he tells you pick up that shit and get out of <laughs> yeah. here. It's kind of like, yeah, 
Tim. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Go, Yo, shit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's, it's it is good. close to that. But yeah, then, then like it, the tone of the movie changes very drastically here because we were pissed because all we were like, "Fuck <sighs> yes, this this team is going to go around murdering everyone and it's yeah. going to be fantastic." No, but just becomes, right away it becomes I night, and I, I don't remember. I think they show Dobson first, right? Like, yeah, he's like stumbling around the alleyway, yeah. called Mister. Well, like this is the third time Jesus has dressed down all these guys right. for yeah. not taking that. Yeah. And he's like, "All right, here's where we actually do something." Yeah. Yeah, kill that guy, and they're like, "Well, what about the old man?" Like him too, right? Mm. And we're like, "No!" And they go to that first, which is just him yeah. out oh. looking for his cat. Oh, and it's just like he's like, "Mr. Twist, where yeah. are you, Mr. Twist?" And he's like rattling the tu- the tuna can, yeah. and and like three dudes are standing over the cat with a knife. Obviously, the cat's dead, and he's like, "What are you doing to my cat?" Not only that, like they've got the knife out, and they're like, they're literally they're pouring, unsc- they're unscrewing on a gasoline yeah. can on over the cat. It's like oh, we're bastards. teaching you a lesson fire yeah mm-hmm. and he he's just kind of like no and charges at them and knocks over the gasoline can pretty much onto himself and then it's a ticket to burning man because yeah because mm-hmm. immediately he just goes <sighs> up and that's it for dobson yeah which sucks because he yeah. was fried ranked. dobson here yeah we got mm-hmm. fried dobson here too but, soon, yeah. but too that, around that same time is when <laughs> gina comes walks in front of yeah, the store okay. as what's his face is closing up and yeah, she's like, and, okay, oh. I'm sorry. Why don't you come back to my place and help me carry this giant purse that I have or whatever? Right. Well, it was laundry. <laughs> I, I, yeah, because yeah. he's like, what are you, what are you washing? Steel? Blah, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And keep in mind, she said this is like the gang member's laundry. Yeah. He knows she is the sister of one of the gang members. Uh-huh. And, and the is apparently the, the girlfriend <laughs> of the gang leader. Right. Or at least, at least like betrothed to him or something. I don't know. Sister. She doesn't want anything so, to do with him. Yeah. Well, still. sister of one, but. Yes. Yeah, Connected but, to the other. Yeah, whatever. By sane, sane protagonist, insane, well-written movie, doesn't go, all right, cool, let's go to your apartment. Yep. But he does. He is not a sane protagonist in a well-written movie. Nope. nope. He just walks right into the worst situation possible. Yeah, because... Because her door is about halfway down the hallway, and that's when, like, Jesus and, like, two guys show up around the corner, and he's just like, oh, shit. And then, like, three guys from behind yeah. him jump him and just start... Beating the ever living fuck out of him, like, mm-hmm. kicking him on the ground, and and then she's like, "You said you were just gonna scare him." He's like, "He's scared all the way to the hospital." Yep. Nah. Yeah, but n- she's offended now. She was in on it before, <laughs> right. but because they hurt him a lot, she's like, "Get, get out, get yeah. out, leave me alone." So, so whatever. yeah, cut to like now he's back home with grandma and thirty year old daughter, and all, another bandage on, yeah, his head. all but bandaged <laughs> up, and the cops they are like. Well, did you get a good look at him? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's no. well, and he basically says, "Jesus is the only one I saw, but he never hit me." Yeah. Right? It's like, you well, know. oh, he's yeah. always got an alibi, so yeah. pretty much have to catch him in the act of yeah. something. It's basically the whole, "Hey, we can't help you out. We're just the cops." Speech. Yeah, yeah. yeah pretty much. That like, you get in every one of these movies. Pretty much like hey, you should probably just leave because you know that guy Dobson. Um, yeah, not so much a guy Dobson. anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're sort of dicks about it too. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's just like he got it worse. No, you don't. Not it anymore. was like they turned him crispy, and yeah. you don't want to be that <laughs> yeah. guy. And it's just like, hey, that was my friend, yeah. asshole. Yeah, <laughs> you like your Dobson crispy <laughs> yeah. or original recipe? Oh yeah, and his cat's dead too. Oh, yeah. It's like no. <laughs> Yeah, and then, then he's just like to the old lady, to grandma. He's like, "Sorry, ma'am." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, yeah. I was a dick to your son yeah. a second yeah. ago. Oh well, nothing we yeah. can do. Yeah, We're your just dad's cops with guns. Yeah, your dad's best friend just got lit on fire. But yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. hey, happens. Thanks for the tea. Mm-hmm. We gotta go. <laughs> Glad I could break a tea easy. Yeah. <laughs> and then he starts making a cast. 
Oh, this, this begins one of <laughs> my favorite montages. What was the point montages. of him making this cast? There was no point, but it started good. <laughs> yeah, well, because it starts like a you know, suiting up montage. Yeah. Yeah. He's making a big-ass cast. We're like, oh, what's going to put in there? A gun, a knife? And all that really happens is that he... Well, I, I think it was just to lure, lure them into a false sense of security because he's walking down the street with the cast on and lets them all push him around. Right. And... He doesn't and do anything. It gives him a decent alibi for what he's about to start doing. Right. Yeah, because all, this all becomes one long montage of like a murder montage, or at least not necessarily murder, <laughs> but at least... It's a mayhem montage. It's a yeah. mayhem montage because... <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> now I get it. Yeah. Because, yeah, like he, he does that, and then it's... I mean, he's literally making the, the titular ghetto blaster at one point in time where he's putting some kind of explosives into the giant radio. He's Unfortunately, what's happening is that he's kind of just doing pranks. He's ne- sort of what should be happening is like a very violent montage of dudes getting wrecked at this mm-hmm. point. But it's like All he's really doing is annoying. them. Exactly. Which is kind of funny. Yeah, because he's like it, he, he does go through this whole thing of building this this ghetto blaster and apparently like gives it to a woman who gives it to her kid. Well, it's the kid that was buying whatever yeah. with one quarter. And the earlier. kid takes it to the gang. Probably gets it stolen. And they're just like give us that and they're like yeah, this is a great ghetto blaster. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it just, you know, it just starts smoking and sparking a little bit and the guy's like, "Oh shit." But the best thing about that it is that they, go, they go back to the um, you know, Jesus dressing them all down. Uh, still with no dialogue because this is all montage song playing mm-hmm. and the guy's just like bandaged on half of his face like yeah. and like bird marks kind of coming around the bandages. Yeah, and just neck braces and just like each instance it oh, just yeah. cuts back to poor injured guy explaining why he's injured yep. in this montage and it's just it, the other thing he comes up with is he puts some kind of some kind of sort of explosives, more like pyrotechnics, into hubcaps into one of their cars. See, I thought it was like the speakers. Was it? I don't know. Because it was inside oh, yeah. the car. Yeah, it was, inside it the was car. like a smoke bomb or something. Okay, that yeah. was, that, that's a really long way to go for that prank. Like, did he just sneak up and install the speakers? I don't know. And, uh, I don't know. It, it was also, a lot of work. He also wastes a lot of money because like, he hires a prostitute to walk down the street yeah. in, the, in the correct place so that yeah. he can mm-hmm. beat the guy up yeah. and just snaps that guy's neck. So I, that might have been yeah. the first murder. Yeah, That's when I guess he did because he does murdering. do the does the quick sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it been, but I mean this montage goes on for probably three four minutes. It's a pretty good lengthy. It's, it's a decent mayhem montage, and, yeah. and it just keeps going. We're like, all right, yeah, yeah. yeah this just, is awesome, and it just keeps cutting back to these dudes getting neck braces on yeah. and just just band aids and like, just stuff over the bridge of, of the nose, and just like I don't know what happened, boss. Yeah. <laughs> he came out of nowhere. Yeah. But finally, the montage sort of ends, and um, <laughs> I don't even know like where it goes from there. I was still well, just it goes into a good, it's two dudes at night, and they've cornered this guy and his girlfriend. Oh yeah, okay, and, that's when and shit gets they basically real. force the girlfriend to undress. Yeah, and, yeah. And the guy, you know, they, one guy's got my head lazy. I'll break your neck. And the guy's like, uh, no, I'm going to, nah. Sorry, lady. Okay. Yeah, and they let him go. And he goes, sorry, Janice, or whatever the hell her name is, and just runs away. Yeah. And the dude just pulls out a gun and shoots this guy in the back. Right. Yeah. Which is like, okay. All right. <laughs> Shit got real. But again. then the guy who shot him, like, vanishes. Well, he goes to check on him. Yeah. And we know and then, that Travis yeah. is lurking about right. somewhere. Yeah. He, he actually waited too long. He, he let the situation elevate. Yeah, I mean, they have this this woman down to her underwear, and the yeah. guy's, you know, doing the whole running the, well, and running the, the blade dead. down her chest. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and, he lets that guy that get guy murdered. that guy flat out murdered. Yeah. 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 But uh, the reason he did that is because he doesn't want any of them to know who's actually doing all the killing and mm-hmm. stuff. Well, cause he, yeah, because the one guy goes to check on him, and like he's like actually stealing the guy's wallet when he says he's checking on him. And, yeah. and he kind of Batmans him away, because it's just like, the guy <laughs> turns around. Well, the chick kind of like looks around the guy like... 
and he turns around and it's like and it's just like no vi- no trace of him yeah. and then mm-hmm. he did like, one of those mm-hmm. Arkham Asylum yeah. drop down from drop the gargoyle down. and yeah. snatch him up <laughs> yeah and then like you know he just kind of comes out of nowhere and breaks the guy's neck or chokes well yeah the whatever. guy couldn't see him because he was off camera yeah. right right exactly because <laughs> exactly. he just comes up right next to him and <laughs> yeah yeah and then he's just like alright lady get out of here mm-hmm. shit's about to go real mm-hmm. run away don't stand here and put your clothes on while I protect you from the streets mm-hmm. right <laughs> from the streets yes the streets literally the streets yes mm-hmm. but yeah he's running because like apparently the gunshot like alerted everybody that something was going on because mm-hmm. all now all the hammers are chasing him for yes. some mm-hmm. reason like they already immediately know that he's killed two guys and he broke stealth man yeah i like guess that they all come running sure because yeah <laughs> you like you played metal gear yeah come on yeah he's been he's running through the streets and then like um Gina Maria, whatever her name is. Um, it's like, Gina. Yeah, Gina. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm going to keep making West Side Story. Right? Okay. Um, it's like, come to my window and... Come to <laughs> my uh, window. God damn it, Chuck, no. <laughs> no. Why? And then like, <laughs> she, he hides her in the air and he's just like, I don't know. You know, like other guys like, hey, Gina, have you seen him? Nope, not seen him. And they have this weird little moment. Like, it's just... like I th- Where he tells her that his balls hurt? Yeah. <laughs> it's It's bizarre. Because the guy's like, yeah, Jesus said, bring him his, bring him his balls or something like that. And she's like, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, she basically, she, I mean, she, she says, oh, I knew it was you. I just knew it was you. You were the only one who would stand up to them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's weird. Yeah. You're the ghetto blaster. This is where the, the tone of the movie comes, <laughs> you again, kind of weird. Because like, the tone's all over the place. But I mean, it, it's sort of like at this moment, it's sort of like, okay, so he's like the white hero. I mean, mm-hmm. like before it was just kind of like, all right wrong place wrong time right guy then it starts becoming like he's this mythical mm. literal white knight to come in and save the mm-hmm. ghetto and yeah. it's just like all right you're playing this little heavy-handed here now, mm-hmm. guys. yeah but, but the only real bit of information like that the only plot advancement that this does is it allows her to be an informant for him to tell him the next morning to leave a note on his doorstep that hey they're gonna deal some drugs right and it's gonna be in the park and it's gonna be at this time yeah. and if you want to mess with it you know Maybe you could. Yeah. yeah. If you want to take Jesus down, take his money. That's yeah. they're making a big move. They're trying to elevate their gang status, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And but <laughs> now comes the best scene in movie history. Oh my god. It's up even there. better than that montage. But it's well, also it's, the it, world's most conspicuous drug deal. Yes, it starts as the most obvious drug deal. It was just like if you're in a house and you wanted to exchange drugs for money and didn't have anybody watching. It's just like, here, take this giant brick of drugs, and here's some money for you, and our transaction has concluded. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what happens in this public park. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where there's... Forever. Where there's a clown. Before, yeah, before they walk up, we see this this clown walk by, and, and he's, he's got ha- a big bundle of balloons. Yeah, he's yeah, balloons. People just walk by, hand Hey, random people off. on the bench have a balloon. And people are like, yay, balloon. And yeah. we're just like... he goes running by like, I got a green one! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're just like... I balloon. <laughs> and jokingly, all of us are like, man, I hope Travis is in that clown costume yeah i hope he's the clown you know what travis is in that clown costume <laughs> yes he is <laughs> yeah uh, because after the drug deal goes down well which is like you know nameless white dude uh, i don't know just shows up and is like i've got my you know, csi money is here glasses on so here's go. your drugs here's my briefcase all right later right and lee says who's sitting on the bench with a giant brick of drugs. Yeah, which I, he kind of like starts putting in his jacket, I think. But it's like there's no jacket pockets big no, enough for that. No, he no. had him custom made. No, but clown's like, hey, <laughs> you, you want He's, a balloon, buddy? He, he literally the comes up guys, to him doing clown voice. Yeah, and bad guys' friends are looking on yeah. from the car across the park. Just yeah. so you, there's yeah, a, yeah. a premise but for him. But he holds something against his neck 
to a gun. Yes. Is it a, is it it is, a gun? It is okay. a gun. Well, it's no, not okay. a gun, yeah, but no. it's at that it's point in time, but it's, it's a, a gun. gun. <laughs> yeah, and all of his friends are like, oh, he's just playing it cool. It's just, you know. Yeah, it's just that he, he tells them, like, he, he ties one arm to the uh, bench with a balloon, yeah. and he says, you know what's inside this balloon? Another balloon. What's inside <laughs> that balloon is a smaller balloon with mercury fulminate, which is an explosive. Yeah. And uh, he's like, and it's enough to blow you, smear you across this park. Bench. But the whole time he's doing it in cloud voice. It's yeah. like, it's enough to blow you across the park. And then he handcuffs his other hand. If you struggle, it'll blow yeah. up. And then he ties, ties a balloon, balloon around, around that, that too. And it's yeah. just like, well, it puts handcuffs on one hand. Yeah. It's like, it's, right. that's, that's what keeps yeah. him there. Yeah. And he's and like, like, if you do anything to your buddies, it's going to blow you up. <laughs> <laughs> and I got to go. Takes and, the drugs and is like, and about bye. That, yeah, about that time, like this kid is running around. He's like the anti-balloon kid. Yeah, he's, he's, got a little, he's got a little pellet gun and shoots one person's balloon. And then he comes up right in front of Hazers. He's like, no, kid, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. Do not shoot and he my shoots balloon. him and he's just like, son of a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> Everybody get here. Nothing in the balloon. So, oh, we forgot what that was. I, for, I just I, remember like what Do- Dobson said. What did, what did Dobson call Dobson. When he was talking, like, well, the first time he showed up, he calls them the sons of bitchins. Sons of bitchin. Sons of bitchin. Sons of a bitchin. Sons of a bitchin. Sons of a bitchin hammers. Yeah. Sorry. I just, that dawned on me with. Sure. Yeah. But I also want to point out, we are not, like, doing, like, generic Spanish voices. Like, this is, everyone in this movie that's in the gang is a complete cliche and speaks like a complete cliche. Yes. I mean, to be fair, I guess it was 89, so... It was all we knew. Uh, no, I'm just. I'm saying like no, no, no. no I'm saying like the Spanish I mean, should not come to this country. I don't yet. think that the, the the typical drug dealer Hispanic male look was a thing. Like it wasn't quite as prevalent as like you know a caricature. Like I mean, in '89. Mm-hmm. I mean, nah, it, it kind of was at '89. Yeah, really, by '89? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. colors had already. Oh come yeah, out I guess and, colors was like yeah, yeah that was like '86. Wasn't yeah, it? it was yeah. earlier. Okay, that, so all right, so, yeah, all right. The, so the real the, movies are already the hat and the shirt with the top okay. button only yeah. and all that. Yeah. That all right. was yeah. all. But I've got to okay. admit, if I were if I were Hispanic, I would just be offended by this movie. Oh, <laughs> sure, sure. Especially yeah. by the end. That's what I'm saying. It starts like it starts like okay, yeah, yeah, and we'll get there. But there's other. I'm offended by this movie anyway. Sure. Yes. I'd be extra offended about this. We're gonna get to where it goes like completely off the rails. Right. But don't forget, right now Travis is a clown. running across a park with a yes. giant break of cocaine. Stay in the moment. <laughs> Stay in the, the moment. giant clown shoes on. Yes. And he, yeah, he loses one and he starts to go back and then he sees that like everyone's uh, after him. Guys are like, oh shit, here, here they come. And so then <laughs> the clown goes and hops on a dirt bike. Sure. Why not? And starts tearing ass around the park. Mm-hmm. And they try. He doesn't really seem to have a plan either. No, he's no. like, I'm going to go this way. Uh, no, okay, no. go yeah. that way. He and had they a shoot chance at him. to get away. Yeah. Yeah, he had he, it. He just chooses to he fuck with them yeah, a little but more. He's not that well, good at riding a bike at first. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, he kind of spins out, and, like, the one heavyset dude kind of, like, points a knife at him. He's like, ha-ha, come on. And that's when he pulls out the gun. Yeah. And then goes, ha-ha, and squirts him because <laughs> it's a squirt gun right in the face. And right. then he goes, yeah. and rides off past him. And another guy shoots him, like, three times point blank and misses. And so he hits him with a dirt bike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then, uh, <laughs> then the best escape ever. <laughs> Is he hits the teeter totter? Yes, <laughs> and, and just uses launches like right a ramp. off of it, ramps over the fence. <laughs> yep, rides to freedom. <laughs> I'm you glorious clown. clown bastard oh. with all the drugs. It's at least one job, which, which he takes down to like the L.A. River. Did he? Did he suppose him still in clown makeup, or did he? Uh, was he out of it by then? He had the wig off, but he still had the okay. whole outfit yeah, right. on because he's like dumping it in the L.A. River, and it's just it's blowing it's, everywhere. It's Big Lebowski-ing <laughs> right back in his face. <laughs> he's yeah. just like he's so high, and yeah, like that's when we <laughs> we just <laughs> assume he's high as a kite yeah. the rest he, of the movie because well, he, he goes back home and bursts through the door. And he's like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> well, 
He's he's all sweaty. Where is everyone? His his shirt has like shrank two sizes. And he's just his mom is tied up in the kitchen. She's like, What's going on? Where's my daughter? I ran all the way home as a clown. I ran two laps around the city. Sorry. I ate all the peanut butter. I don't know why. Do we need any hardware gun? Yeah. Okay, you sit there. I'm going to clean the house. <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, okay, so mom's tied up in the kitchen. Uh, yeah, and we... It, what Still happens getting is, the jam. of course, the shoe fell off that had the name of the costume shop written inside. So. Sure. But sure. Did that actually they, come back up? Not really. No, no, but it's it just ties. That it's just like they, they figure out it's him because they they went and checked the receipt. Which if he put his actual name on the fucking clown costume receipt, that was dumb. It's implied they figured just it paid out. Cash. He thought he was going to get away. They, it's implied they did this all this detective work. His clown work. plan was flawless. <laughs> they did the all kid this. with the gun screwed everything up. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. They, did, they deduced all of this in the time that it took him to go to the L.A. River, dump the cocaine, and then get back home. Well, he also no time at all. He didn't get he home was, till like two days later. He was <laughs> right. up all night, forty-eight hours, just like going on a bender. <laughs> he was Doctor God's way yeah. through the desert. Like, Bad country. <laughs> He'd been yeah. running for days yeah. and days. He had to turn on every okay. light switch he saw. Oh, but yeah. So they've taken Lisa. I think is his daughter's name. Sure, uh, whatever. Sure, whatever. useless daughter. Yeah. Sounds great, Lisa. Sure. Yeah. So he goes. To, he goes to the sister, and's like. Where are they? And she's like, I can't tell you, but I can show you. <laughs> Come with me. And no, you can tell. Let's let's yeah. describe a location and well, tell me how you would get there. She says, "Where you're not coming along." The factory. Yeah. And he's like, "Where's that?" He's uh, like, "I can't tell you, but I can uh, show you." Where <laughs> all like, great movies end. Yes. Factory or foundry? It's a big factory with lots of steam and. Uh, he has a little barrels. bit of a suiting cup montage which is basically he's just like loading two clips into his 45 and i think i think you see a a hand grenade yeah but he puts a vest on yeah puts an ass kicking vest yeah and then goes to the factory and then proceeds to have unlimited bullets because (laughs) yes 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 i know i said clip i don't care shut up yeah it sounds cooler we have determined it sounds cooler pacific rim proved it what (laughs) a Uh, clip over a magazine yeah okay let's not do that again uh (laughs) But he, he rolls up at the factory and then just starts taking dudes out. But at first, he's just sort of like knocking them out. He's like not murdering anyone. And we're like, yeah. what? this is like... This like, is like step a, up your game, Travis. Yeah, this is like a PG movie. It's like, no one can die. It's I just got to knock well, these dudes out. Well, because he throws one guy into a pit and then gets impaled by right. rebar. And it's like, oh, okay, I guess it's on. Let's and kill at that people point, now. yeah, it's like, well, I've already killed one dude. <laughs> Might well, as well start murdering others because instantly he's up yeah, on the man, roof. It's like Miami Connection. Yeah. He, Once you kill somebody, in right. for a penny, in for a pound, sure. man. It's... Yeah. Game over. Because he's up on the roof, and he shoots one guy who goes off a railing, and then another guy comes out of nowhere and a, a bear hugs him, and he throws that guy over a railing, and just railing death all over the place. Mm-hmm. Just dudes flying off railings. and Then he gets back down, and there's another dude up there still on the roof shooting him at him with an Uzi or whatever, and he just a couple shots with his sure. gun and picks that guy off who goes over and car comes at cars him. Cars out of oh. nowhere just like... And I don't know what he does to that car. He, he flips a grenade. It. No, oh, that, that's, right, that's when he pulls the, the grenade yeah, out. Because okay. the car... Okay. I, I didn't see him flip the grenade. Well, he had it in his hand and then it was like implied that he tossed it. Yeah, because the back of the car there's sort of an, a little explosion that throws the car off course and yeah. then the car rolls into more cars and there's a an explosion. We're like, alright, that's pretty good. And then, holy God, everything in this warehouse becomes a chain reaction of explosions I, I don't think they were prepared for that. Because at one point, I'm there pretty sure the camera is on fire. <laughs> it is right on the camera. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, 
another car goes and then another car goes and then just mushroom clouds right in the middle of the scene and it's yeah, like that factory went up. There there's no way some, they were prepared for that. Somebody fucked up. It was like, or they're yeah. just blowing their explosive Well, there was some, so dr- some drum of chemicals just like there that they didn't know. It's like, ah, maybe it'll hit that drum. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't supposed to reach there. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's no shots of anyone in the scene like running away. Like no. gang members like, oh, God, there's an explosion. No, because everyone died set was filming cool. that. Yes. The 20 people died making Ghetto Blaster. <laughs> <laughs> they were blasted. Uh, and then the ending i don't know they've got like after this explosion happens it's kind of like all right i guess we should show the daughter that she wasn't in that explosion because i think this is the first time they cut to her and like jesus is sitting on kind of a throne she's chained mm-hmm. up return of the jedi yeah style. <laughs> yeah but in, in the lowest budget way sure possible. yeah <laughs> it's just like a piece of rope around her neck mm-hmm. but then it's like i guess jesus is like i gotta go you guys watch her and uh i don't know don't don't rape her yeah <laughs> like, I, I think those they, were her, <laughs> those were the instructions which they yeah. promptly ignored yeah. because then they were they're like they're like playing with the leash that she's on and they're like you like that and she's like no nope. and then it's just like well rape time so yeah. <laughs> just jump yeah. on her well and that's when like he shows up he shows up and ventilates oh, those guys God, like five shots a piece easily yeah and like, and like that's the first time in the movie like the gunshots are like oh yeah like, like the, whatever the foley on that is is like okay they're using a cannon yeah. for the sound effects mm-hmm. on this gun is i approve yeah, yeah. pretty good. good satisfying gunshot sounds as dudes get wrecked yeah yeah and then it's like then i think what's his name um the brother yeah gina's brother shows up what's his name gina's brother <laughs> chato Chato oh, yeah. shows hey, up and he's kind of like, Chato. "Hey, good job! Like, I, you know, we knew you were the one. Like, you were going to take down the you king, were the chosen one, and then I was going to be the king, and I was going to change things. And that's like when Jesus shows up and has got the sister, of course. And he's mm. like, "Oh, really? Really? <laughs> good for everybody except for me, huh? Yeah. Well, let's show you a thing or two. Shoot, and right? Shoots him in the stomach." Yeah, brother goes down, and for some reason the daughter. Yeah, it's me like, oh no, Chato. oh no, Chato's down. Who she should not know who he is, or mm-hmm. like him. No, it, part of the gang that yeah. has chained you to a throne, right? And almost <laughs> raped you, maybe. <laughs> right, probably did mm, earlier. Yeah, that we didn't yeah. see, but yeah, it's just it's it's weird. Like she runs to him, and then it's like, I, like there's kind of like a move where I think like Gina like does like hits Jesus and gets away. Yeah, and then like immediately, gun goes on Travis, and well, he's like, "Travis, what? Travis had, had had his gun taken away from him." Right. Then he gets a knife and stabs uh, the fat guy okay. a lot, and he goes down. And then goes he running at Jesus. He goes running at Jesus, and that's when Jesus points a gun yeah, in his face, right mm-hmm. in his face. And yeah. this begins the whole "Do it, yeah, come on, shoot me." You don't have the guts. Do it. Pull yeah. the trigger. And he's like, I will. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Just okay. wait. It's coming. All right. I'm gonna shoot you. Okay. And then all of a sudden, click, you know, it's like, was going to actually shoot him. But he didn't have any bullets in the gun. Yeah. Sure. So Travis is like, oh. <laughs> well, Travis was in the shit, so he knew how to count. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So he murders him. Well, no, he doesn't. No. Because, like. Oh, that's right. He pushed. Yeah. Okay. Like, he, put, he <laughs> they get in a little bit of a fight, and he pushes him away, and then, like, Jesus is like, oh, look, another gun. Right. I will now shoot you. <laughs> on the gun shelf over and here. And that's when Gina picks up the, the dropped, like, I think it was a Mac 10 or whatever. Yep. And it's just like, again, like, this is where the real Foley comes in. Because it's just Ooh. like, <laughs> I just ventilates him. Like, and like, every well, there shot. There are like sparks going off on his yeah. chest. Yeah, there was like squibs all over that, yeah. this dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he turned into meat. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're just kind of like, uh, all right, hooray. Oh, yeah. Chato's down. Like, right. let's go have him message. The Christ. Whole, like, <laughs> Chato just like. 
I was going to take over and I was going to be a good drug dealer and I, I was going to make it better for Gina. We were all going to work in everyone. call centers yeah. and I was going to elevate our people and uh. <laughs> I just realized that we were going to get jobs in schools. <laughs> I wanted to point something out. I've been using that joke, the message joke, which is actually from Don't Be a Menace. Yes. Also, which is AKA also Ghetto Blaster. Ghetto Blaster. <laughs> yep. yeah. Nice. Just yeah. realized that. Yep. Was not conscious. Nice connection. The Bampcast yeah. owned yep. now. It, it all comes together. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, he, he speechifies and is like, yeah, I was going to clean it up and man. we were going to yeah, go legit. Yeah, and then the and other members of the gang come in and he's like, no, no, no. it's cool, man. It's, it's yeah. okay. It's all cool. We're not, it's over. we're not evil now. You can go home. And then this is where, <laughs> like, like first this this hokey message that like he was going to turn everybody legit, legitimate or whatever, and right. you, you were our savior. Thank you, white man. Mm-hmm. And then like... Then there's like this shot where they're going through the old neighborhood where all the graffiti was, and they're literally whitewashing the walls. Yes, yeah. painting uh, all the graffiti walls white. Like, and he's really? he is strutting through the neighborhood yeah, like, wearing a bright white shirt yep. that is unbuttoned halfway down his his chest, just like fucking with the guy who's on the ladder, the kid who's on a ladder painting, and like fucking mm-hmm. with this other guy who's he's like, hey, I'm king of the neighborhood. Now. Then goes back to the store where his daughter's leaving. And he's like, well, where's my new helper? Oh, look, it's Gina. So. Even further subjugation yeah. thing going on. Now here. she's working for you. Yes. Yeah. And she immediately comes out and drops everything. Yeah. She's like, oopsie. Goes, You've got to be the clumsiest person I know. And then I think she says Chato's getting out of the hospital later or yeah, something. Apparently yeah, apparently he's fine. And and he's yeah, like, the doctor said he was going to be okay. Yeah. And then then they cut to like a shot of the police captain being interviewed again on television and saying, taking credit for right. yeah taking credit for having. Oh, well, this is just one gang down. Yeah. And, then, and then it's like this weird like cut to switch. static and. Yeah, and then there's cut, there's footage interspersed within the credits. There's a couple other, other gangs like, like interviewing other gang leaders. Who are like, well, now it's our turn. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they were yeah. setting up for Ghetto Blaster too. Mm-hmm. Yep, Travis has to battle other gangs. Blast harder. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yes, the blasting. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so now we rate. Yeah, we're Blast gonna rate it. Turtle, whatever. kind of a star grow. Ooh, it's the title it's song really is called Ghetto Blaster. It was. But it didn't really narrate the events no, of the movie. No, I think it was narrating. No, no? Exactly. I wasn't listening. Bit. It was no. just the guy talking about himself, mostly. Oh. Yeah. He was like, I'm rapping this song, and I'm really great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's verbatim. I think we came up with better. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I think we all came up with better uh, Stargrove raps during yeah. the many, yeah. many parts. I think we gained ourselves a Stargrove. Yeah. yeah. I did like the music though; it was fun. Sure, yeah, what? Yes, it was, yes. In a, in a late '80s well, rap, yeah, way, it was, it was there a was lot of fun. every late '80s rap. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of different ones. There was the uh, like the seal keyboard, where it was like, <laughs> yeah. and then the, like it became like the full on straw on the yeah. fast food. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, which none of us have been able to debate no. all night long. And there no. was even a random sketch like oh, yeah, in the course. middle of someone's conversation. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sure. It was great. Yeah. Anywho, I like uh, that they played it through the funeral. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Very somber. Time. But I want it at my funeral. Hell yeah! Terrible late eighties rap. Yeah, terrible. I'll make late sure 80s of it. Rap. All mm-hmm. right. Don't you worry. Proper rating. Okay. If it hadn't tried to message itself and it just been a straight up revenge thing, I think it would get an extra jocks. But as it is, it's sitting at three for me. Um, I know that's bizarre with the uh, you know the incredible mayhem uh, montage and the clown thing, but like. It getting so heavy-handed really sort of turned me off, believe it or not. Um, yeah. It is a bad ending. Yeah, I, the ending... Well, the issue is they build up these guys as just 
I mean, they do a great job of you wanting these guys to suffer yeah. for what they're doing. Yeah. Especially, I mean, lighting the cat on fire and then the old man having no remorse for it. And those are the guys who actually get to live at yeah, the end. Yeah, that's true, too, yeah. Which is even worse. That is pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. But, yeah. I, I, Five bags. I'm only two I'm only two jocks, only because, I mean, it gets a jocks for that montage because holy crap. And then it gets a jock for him being a clown, riding a dirt bike, busting up a drug ring. Mm-hmm. Those two things get a jocks. But, I mean, it's you're, you're just kind of gross. Hey, white guy comes in and saves all these all these people from themselves type story, which is garbage in itself. Oh. And, yeah. yeah. And, and just, I wish the bad guys had gotten it worse. I mean, yes, they get shot up, but it still doesn't feel like they suffer enough to no justify the first, what they put everyone else. Yeah. Through. The first round of dude should have gotten shot up and then people should have been lit on fire and dropped right. into vats of yeah. boiling things. Because that's and, what we come to expect in movies like this. Yeah. Sure. Ramp it up. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't, I, for the most part, I, I, I thought, I don't know. I thought Richard Hatch was semi-believable as an action hero. I, that was one of the things. Like yeah, when it started, I was too bad. I was like, really? You know, Apollo Zarek is going to be our badass. He was here. He was guy? all right. Yeah, he he did, he did fine. He did a decent job. Yeah, I I think I can give it three jocks. I, I it, it it's very generic if you think about it. It it, it oh, is yeah. cookie cutter revenge. You know, something in the neighborhood happens and guy has to take revenge. It. The, the movie has been made a million times and, and some most of the time made a lot better. Uh, it, it's just, it's just simple and fun though. I mean, there's really, mm-hmm. there's really not stretches in this movie where it's just like, Oh God, get on with it. It's like there, there's always something kind of happening. Even if it's all cliched and dumb, that kind of helps move it along because you're familiar enough with it and it's not so offensively boring. So, it is it is not the greatest thing like this and the 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 violence isn't as satisfying as it should be but i just think start to finish it's it's entertaining it is an entertaining movie to watch with your buds what did you rate it three three jokes okay yeah it is a solid example of its breed i mean so it's not quite good enough like i would if we had half stars or Mm -hmm. half jocks sorry um god i'm Get it right, man. Jesus, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just, I'm the worst. You knew here. If we had, if we had half jocks, um, I would probably give it a two and a half because it is strikingly average for a decent bad movie. But mm-hmm. uh, really, I think it only ends up earning two because uh, I, I, I can't round it up because of the the message bits and the fact that it just doesn't pay off. If there was much better payoff, like it, like pulling arms off or tossing them into <laughs> yeah. boiling vats of you want more acid bars. or something. Yeah, you... Yeah, you, punching through stomachs. Yeah, this, this guy needs to Ripping get... Ripping hearts out. Yeah, they need to get their shit fucking wrecked. Yeah, and the montage needed, was great, yeah. but it needed to culminate in, you know, a giant battle royale in yeah. this foundry. He needed to paint that town red with their yes. blood so other gangs would be like, no, <laughs> need, not go in there. Be, instead of whitewashing at the end, yes. they needed to be painting blood yes. over in, in my mind like when he, when he when he murdered the two rapists there i was like i was half expecting to see them like chained up like pirates like you know attention all <laughs> yes. gangbangers here you right know, this is what will happen warned. to you yeah in the little cage yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. birds pecking their eyes out <laughs> i just i mean i was like they're dead already just yeah. hang them up on the graffiti wall sure yeah, yeah. send a message care. spray paint rapist on them <laughs> <laughs> therapist <laughs> the rapist <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> let's anyway, take a break. All right, shall we? yeah, let's get that. Sounds out of here. great. 
right, welcome back. Hey, hey. second half. So, movies. Uh, first and foremost, I think Chuck and I need to talk about a movie. Um, a Bamcast movie. A Bamcast movie. Yeah. yeah. Plus. Mm-hmm. Extra plus. Yes. Uh, we wa- Chuck and I watched the 122-minute version of Death Machine, because mm-hmm. we had some email slash voicemail slash stuff about, why didn't you talk about this? Why didn't you talk about that? And Patrick Rabbit is apparently... A big fan. The biggest, like He's an even bigger fan of that than he is of BJ, so that should give you an idea of sure. how big a fan he is of <sighs> Death Machine. Wow. Sacred hollowed ground there. Yeah. Um, so we just wanted to address that we watched the longer version, a little bit of thoughts about it. Um, yeah. There is definitely a lot of stuff that was missing. Uh, obviously there's minutes yes. um i editorially speaking i think that the opening for it is a whole whole, whole lot better like it it so jarringly starts in the u.s version that i was it threw us off i think from the very beginning whereas um the real or whatever you want to call it the longer version of the movie mm-hmm. gives it a much more terminator one feel opening kind of um because you see, like, there's a lot more lead up to all the dead patrons in the diner, and you there's actually local cops there, and they're sweating their asses off, like we do not want to go in there. And then, like, you get to see the the Chank guys show up, and, yeah. be, and they're like, "It's all yours!" Like, yeah, and um, yeah. So there's a, just a lot more build up, and it's a lot better opening. Mm-hmm. I, I think they could have spared the two minutes to at least include that in the U.S. version. Mm-hmm. It just would have been a better way to start the movie. Yeah. Um, past that, there's a there's a whole lot more. Um, Crazy Brad Dorf. Uh, there's a lot more. There's a subplot with her daughter, apparently. Yeah. That, that I know that Patrick is, that mentioned extensively in the email. That is something. That is literally nowhere in the cut we saw. No, like, they, absolutely nothing. I think in there the cut is one thing in the, in the cut we saw that didn't make sense that would. She was having it. a nightmare, and some of the visuals that were in it. I think there's a baby cry. Yeah. In the, in the version we saw, that yeah. makes more sense when you see the full version. Right. Because I think when she wakes up from the nightmare or whatever, it's like you hear like a baby cry, like that transitions into the phone ringing, I think. Yeah. And, 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 and I don't in think the, they cut that. Well, in the short version. version, you can kind of tie that into the fact that she was being called child killer. Baby and killer, that's yeah. what was. Yeah. But so the longer cut has this subplot of her being traumatized you know it's that thing that these movies always do is to give the female character some horrible horrible backstory and her backstory is suitably horrible mm-hmm. i mean it's just terrible just i i'm so glad it was not in the version we watched yeah. because dear sweet lord I, it's it not only is is her the reveal of her backstory suitably terrible then brad dorf tries to rape her right <laughs> like right after it yeah. it's just it's just wow yeah. this is just awful well because the, the the basic gist of it is is, is I, I think i kind of know what they were going for mm-hmm. like her daughter through her kind of like negligence she just wasn't paying attention apparently fell into some sort of disposal thing or she had was, her arm caught she in. was bathing her in the sink okay and so, walked yeah. away for a second and like her kid put her arm in the garbage disposal yeah i think it killed her like she bled out or whatever yeah but then there's this whole description of what she tried to do to stop it and it's just like stop talking but but, i mean (laughs) i think i i kind of get it like what he was probably going for is this innate fear of machinery Mm -hmm. you know and so then she's got this machine thing chasing her and kind of ultimately has to rely on a machine to save her by making wall puncher 6,000, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think there was a couple, like a few more lines he might've said. I think that that whole bit seemed a little bit longer with mm-hmm. him. So that's, mm-hmm. if there's a plus to be had, there's that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I still, yeah. And we I didn't think, even, we didn't mention Rachel Weiss. Yeah. Because I mean, she is in it for like five seconds. Yeah. To the point I mean, where I didn't even know she was. 
Well, I, I you saw her. It. I, is that I her? Said, and I'm is like, that Rachel Weiss? And then she never showed up again. So yeah, I said that when we were watching. It became it. such a like a it, non-existent yeah, thing to us that it didn't even mind. feel like I thought she was going to show up more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I will say though, in the longer version, that scene in the elevator is really, really good mm-hmm. because it's not cut up. Obviously, the mm-hmm. the the violence is in there. The violence is really disturbing. Yeah, because uh, they keep showing like. Like we were like, oh, Yutani gets stabbed in the leg. Oh, and he's fine. Yeah. No, it's like they keep doing these cutback shots where it's like it's it's hanging on through his leg yeah. as it's trying mm-hmm. to attack everything else. Yeah. And so they just keep coming back to him. Like every time it shifts, he's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> and it fucks up. Porkins. Porkins. <laughs> just something. I mean, just it, it, the whole scene is is structured better. It is, it is not as choppy, and it it's really well conceived. I mean. The thing coming up through the floor looks grander almost, and and it's 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 really impressive. It's probably the best overall scene in the movie. It's made better in the longer version. Yeah, I there's stuff in the longer version I absolutely don't like. There there is some stuff obviously that's done a lot better. I don't think enough. I I, I don't think there's enough difference for me to say that I would have changed my rating because I think some of the stuff it it, it expands on is not ex- necessarily stuff that we like. It, right. it does, and it really does sort of pan out, pad out the the beginning of this thing. It's like nothing happens for now, like for 45, 50 minutes before like Death Machine is unleashed. Mm-hmm. Um, but a, as far as a movie goes, I think the longer version is a more interesting version of it. It, it almost sounds more coherent. It almost makes it less of a bad movie. Really. Yeah, it, it kind of almost does. It's like, all right, well, it does kind of elevate it to like, hey, these guys are trying to do something here. I don't know if it was the audio or just the fact that it was something we realized after the fact. This felt like a lot more of like, hey, let's say their names a lot so you know like we got these references in mm-hmm. there. Like maybe it was just because I wasn't aware of it the first time, but I, I definitely heard it all the second time. Like, yeah. okay, yeah, he's yeah. definitely saying Scott Ridley and uh, John Carpenter. And, mm, yeah. and as he pointed mm-hmm. out, the first wall puncher um, says so something like Cameron Muted or something like that. It's just like, okay, there's one more reference in mm-hmm. there, you know? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. It's I still, I think I liked it better if you took out the weird child, yeah. the child, dead child thing and the weird rape scene. It's I, just yeah, like, there's another cut that could be made. Yeah. Like you could you could fix some other things <laughs> and yeah, make like, it an even better well, movie. Well, there wasn't, there were like four uh, the, cuts yeah. of that movie. So. I know. So, I mean, I think that didn't need to be added back in. No, no, that, that was just terrible. I was just like, oh God. But yeah, I mean, Yes, there are various and sorted movies. And plus seeing, I think, in widescreen helped a lot, too. Yeah. The, the version that this one we yeah. found was widescreen. Like when he does yeah. the, the gag with his hand and, you, you know. You can see the gag. You can see the gag. <laughs> so, you know. It makes sense. It works that way. Yeah. So, anywho. Yeah. So, I if. if I need to watch that cut because that's the one that's on YouTube, right? Yeah. Same cut. Yeah. on YouTube. So some crazy fan. I mean, there there are people out there dedicated to it. was like the, the German laser it was, disc? It was, no, it was a German DVD. was okay. the best looking one. Right. Um, and also the long version. But the um, apparently the audio, they actually dubbed it into German. So they had to go back to a Japanese copy of a laser disc. Yeah. It was like the only one, the only English version that is put out of the 122 minute. And so sync they, that So they up. had to take the audio from the, the old laser disc and put it to the video mm-hmm. of yeah. the German DVD. Yeah. Because the, the cause apparently, is awesome. Because apparently the Japanese Laserdisc is like really fuzzy, like soft focused yeah. looking. Oh, I crap. saw shots of it. It did yeah. not look good. Yeah. So it's That's weird. This I movie has a weird that the internet yeah. exists for stuff like this. Well, like, I mean, because that version of that movie would just flat out be lost. Yeah. I, I love that. It's, you know, there are fans of this movie who are like, let's make the best version we can. I, I, I appreciate when people do that. Well, it's I'm, just like when Lucas was like, no, you can't have the original versions. People, I mean, he eventually finally yeah. put out the shitty DVD copies or whatever. Yeah. But 
you know, it's like fans were like, well, we got the laser disc. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think Disney has said, yeah, we're going to give you that on Blu-ray. Yeah. I hope so. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that can be done. Yeah. <laughs> they were lying when they said it couldn't be done. <laughs> we're we're going to do it. knew they were. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Disney likes money. I a know they do. Lot. Disney figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, now it'll be like yeah, out of the Disney vault. Mm-hmm. Oh. The original theatrical versions of Star Wars. The Disney oh. vault for limited is the time. Worst. Vault. Yeah, but it, I, I don't mean, care. Even it'll if they do it, yeah, it'll be yeah, out as there. As long as they do it. Yeah. Anywho, moving on. Right. Um, uh, I watched Hellboy 2. I watched Hellboy last week. Uh, finally got around to watching Hellboy 2. What'd you think? That's. Parts of that movie are better than Hellboy 1, mm-hmm. other parts are not. <laughs> That movie is weird tonally. Like, that movie's all over the damn place. Did you like its message? Eh. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. We humans are destroying the Earth. Mm-hmm. The Earth is going to take it back from us one day. Yep. You know. It, it's well-tread ground. Let's put it that way. Everyone's tread at some point, so. Yes. But uh, I like the villain a lot more in this one because, man, I wanted that fucker to suffer at the <laughs> end of that movie. And then, of course, he kind of doesn't. And and it because it, it's kind of it's that movie neuters itself in so many ways, especially with that where they make this guy so hateable, but they tie him to a character you like that they're like, well, you can't kill him because it'll kill that character too, and then so you're like, uh, you know, like you you don't get that release that cathart cathartic thing that you want in a movie like that where you just have a guy that's just so hateable and slimy and just smarmy about being that guy mm-hmm. that he is and. Yeah, there's a musical number in the middle of that movie. All of a sudden. Mm-hmm. So, I, I I don't know. And and having the Seth MacFarlane voiced character didn't bother me that much because I guess I just haven't watched enough Family Guy to even realize that was him. Because oh. I remember you had mentioned it, yep. and I didn't even think about it until it showed up in the credits at the end of the movie. I was like, oh. But I, I realized the problem with both Hellboy movies is these are events that should end the world and they don't feel like it at all. Like none of the characters have the urgency that you need in a movie like that, where it's like, Oh my God, shit's going down. We need to do something about it. And it's just not there. Mm -hmm. But I do think the world building in that one, in the second one is a lot better than it is in the first one. Even though they do have kind of the hammy men in black type. Let's walk through the, through the base and have crazy stuff going on in the background while we're talking, you know, that kind of, that's garbage. Can't stand that. Yeah. They, they have that scene, which is just painful. And, but I do like when they get to the, like the market, that's like the underground crazy monster market, Mm -hmm. just because there's so much stuff going on in there. And I know I've complained like about like, Oz when I complain that suddenly like CG everything thrown at you because you walked through this one door and Mm -hmm. that's kind of what that scene feels like but I also feel like there's a lot of really cool ideas and designs and other stuff going on in there and so much of it's going on in the background that that's why I think that section works Hmm. so there's a lot of world building stuff I like about that movie but the the tone is almost too jokey at points yeah especially when you get into the musical number stuff yeah and but did you like at least that the character that you didn't like in the first one was just gone yeah <laughs> they yeah. were just like explained nah. away in a single line yeah eh, he's uh, somewhere else yeah <laughs> so I, I do still wonder what that first movie would be like without your audience cipher character mm-hmm. you know leading you through it and i guess you get hellboy too which i don't know i just <laughs> didn't like it as much it just it just it felt way goofier and not in a way that worked yeah so yeah i think i 
I think I've only watched. I know I've seen Hellboy one at least twice, but I think I've only seen Hellboy two once. Like, and I just remember thinking that it was better. I, I should probably go back and watch both of them in, in sequence. Mm-hmm. I think it just. I think I felt like the first one was goofy, but was trying to act serious. And I felt like I, it was like the the second one was like, all right, let's just make this lighthearted if that's the way we want to play it, you know. Yeah. Instead of, I do think I I, I do think he uses a sense of scale better in the second one than he did in the first one, mm-hmm. and you can see where that stuff kind of led into Pacific Rim, just on a obviously much larger scale when you get to Pacific Rim. But yeah, yeah, obviously, it's just I don't know. There there are just much better. I hate to say comic book movies out there than those two. Right. They they just they feel somewhat inconsequential to me. Pacific Rim's pretty good. I'd like Pacific Hell yeah, Rim. it is. <laughs> yeah. So you know what's this pretty good? Pretty best. What? A movie I watched that I um I think I I think I might have talked shit about this movie and I don't think I've actually ever <laughs> seen shit, any it. of it. Oh, okay. Because I think maybe I started to watch another movie and maybe <laughs> I I it pulled, was this. Like maybe pulled a BJ, like I might have been a little drunk and like thought I was watching the start of a movie. <laughs> because I, I watched Layer Cake. <laughs> Like I'm serious. Like I, I'll I, never understand this. I've had some to drink. I'm gonna watch a movie. Nope. <laughs> and then the next day, did I watch that movie? No. Ser- I, I I thought I at least that's it- happened to me in college. There were plenty of movies yeah. I watched in college where I was like, people were like, yeah, we watched that, and I'm like, nah. <laughs> and then I'll see like, it, but I'll remember like flashes. Yeah, like yeah. like you'll hit a certain scene. You're like, this looks familiar. That's and me then, with like the, the scene right after. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, I don't remember that shit at all. Something always happens in a Venom Horizon. We're like, shit, I've seen this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but. I had never seen a frame of this movie until recently because uh-huh. I thought I had started to watch it, but I'm, I'm pretty sure I was completely wrong. I This was on, I think, Netflix and also used to show on one movie channel, and it was always uh, full frame. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know why. Ooh. I just could not find a widescreen copy short of going out and buying a DVD or Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Um, so it came up on Stars, finally in HD, finally in widescreen. I was like, yes, finally, I'm going to watch this movie. Let's do this. It's Matthew Vaughn's first movie. I know he'd, he'd done some TV and stuff before. And it's basically the movie that introduced the world to Daniel Craig. Again, mm-hmm. he's done some things before. I mean, he was in Road to Perdition and some other things, but they were yeah. minor roles, and nobody was like, that Daniel Craig guy. You know, <laughs> This was the movie that was like, holy shit, Daniel Craig, he should be James Bond. Right. So mm-hmm. um, in a nutshell, this movie is, I think a lot of people were like saying, like, well, Guy Ritchie's Guy Ritchie movies. No, this is basically British Goodfellas. Seriously, like, if you want to compare it to something, this is... This is serious. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I really like this movie. It's I'm not gonna like you know I'm not trying to draw the argument of like no Goodfellas is way better because it is. I mean, <laughs> I, it's just I'm just saying yeah. like it's it's a, it's on a much higher. Goodfellas skip. usually wins that argument. Yeah. yeah. It, yes. But this is a really really good movie, and um, it's one of those movies that gets so intricate at one point. I'm like, I think I might be lost, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh no, I see what's going on. There's the layer cake. You know, the building of mm-hmm. all these things. There's the the title. Oh. And it really comes together. Do they well. ever say it in the movie? Yes. Yes. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, Man, I well, need to watch Layer Cake. Yeah, now. They, they actually they actually refer to their little uh, gangster gang as uh, gang, gangster game. One guy actually refers to it as the Layer Cake. So mm. he actually is like, "Welcome to the Layer Cake," and you know, you got to pay this guy to get this guy. And blah, blah, blah. So I get it. Yeah. yeah, it's it's fantastic. Love this movie, and I I don't know why I didn't didn't think I would or why I thought I'd tried to watch it and didn't like it. Because you were drunk. Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. But yeah, I mean, Daniel Craig's awesome in it and totally can see the Matthew Vaughn style. I think he went on to maybe do some better, if not, or just different things. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I still think he's like 
He's still got his magnum opus, I think, to make Matthew Vaughn. Yeah. But um, I'm interested to see it when it happens. And I highly recommend this movie. Okay. Cool. I'll watch it. Yeah. Eventually. So mm-hmm. I'll be sober. Yeah. So I'll remember it. <laughs> That's a good plan. Yeah. Hey, all, let's make a date to be sober and watch Layer Cake. <laughs> oh, and also yeah. people that show up in this movie. Like, I was like, did not know. I mean, I knew Daniel Craig was in it. I knew Cole Meany was in it. Oh, Cole Meany. Yeah. I like O'Brien's in it. Um, but yeah, like Tom Hardy's in it. <gasps> oh. Um, and so is Burn Gorman. Oh. Yeah. Like small. Oh, look at all these guys. Yeah. And, um. Does talk like a dude? No. doesn't, Batman. Who else? Uh, uh, one later, other King. big guy <laughs> named guy. Mm, Ian McKellen. Y- yes. James Gandalf. Oh, George Harris is in it. Which you George is Harrison? George Harris. Oh. Who is, uh, um, what's his name? Tanaka from Raiders of the Lost Ark. What? Remember the captain? <laughs> like, I was just like, yeah. I was like, holy shit. Because uh, like, wow. I'm, I'm watching it and I'm like, why do you look so familiar? <laughs> I had to look at it. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I killed him. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Layer cake. And he's awesome in this movie. Oh. It's just a good movie. You should Mr. watch Topanga. it. I like. Michael Gambone. That's the guy I was trying to. He's oh, in uh, Michael Gambone. And everything that uh, that other guy's not in. <laughs> Well, what? <laughs> Richard Harris. Richard Harris. No, the first. Well, he can't uh, be into anything. The first though. Hannibal Lecter guy. The first Hannibal Lecter guy. Yeah. Brian Cox. Yeah, yeah. Brian Cox. Yeah. Anything Brian Cox is not in. Okay. Michael Gambon shows up. Oh. <laughs> Makes sense. That's yeah. Everything. It's across it, the board. It's the everything. Terrence Stamp, Malcolm McDowell. Oh, there. Okay. Okay. It, it is. <laughs> yeah. I, I get them confused. Yeah. Same way. Yeah. Sure. So moving on. All right. Correspondence. Correspondence time. time. Plenty of correspondence. Um, <laughs> we had a super long voicemail from uh, Yoke from Finland about Samurai Cop that we're just not going to run because it's five minutes long. So we're going to we're going to see how we can fit that in. We might make a YouTube video of it for him. Sure. Um, we're working on it. And Patrick, you guys have already talked about Death Machine, but yeah, he sent it was basically because yeah. he is the world's biggest Death Machine It was fan. basically a blow-by-blow blow of things that were different, things we didn't talk about. So yeah. They're there. So it's there. <laughs> Big difference. So just to reiterate, shorter your email is shorter your voicemail is the much better chance you have of getting it on we know you're enthusiastic yeah, about stuff and we appreciate the hell out of you being that enthusiastic about some of these movies but yeah we, and we're gonna we'll try to do other things with that lengthy stuff but yeah we should, i just hope we don't come across any other movies that are like have such disparaging cuts of them out there yeah i mean it'd be like like us ta- you know i'm mean, obviously it's not a bad movie well depending on who you ask but like if we did brazil and we like watch the american version version people right be like, oh, totally different yeah, yeah. Movie. there's there's not really a lot of hugely drastic different cuts of movies out there they're yeah. very, i just didn't know that death machines was going to be that one right yeah well it's like it's like a leon or the professional you know yeah. it's, it's a big difference between right. oh, european yeah. cut and our cuts so. Yeah. yeah so anyway first up we got a voicemail let us listen to it. Hey guys, Scott from Dallas here. You guys mentioned you wanted to check out some of the movies that Samurai Cops new DVD had trailers for. I've actually seen two of them. Um, Sexy Yo-Yo Girl Cop and Maid Droid. Sexy Yo-Yo Girl Cop is a parody of a Japanese movie called Yo-Yo Girl Cop, which is itself part of a longer-running series. Uh, Yo-Yo Girl Cop was kind of a boring movie, and Sexy Yo-Yo Girl Cop is a ton more entertaining. It's also the Skinamax-style softcore porn full of tits and people pretending to have sex. They don't have genitals or anything like that. It's got a great parody of a classic martial arts movie, a Chinese one that's a personal favorite of mine. And such is a part of upon a part of Japanese culture I always thought was, you know, kinda cool. I know an important question for you guys, especially when it comes to things that are obviously pornographic, is is there a rape? And I don't remember. I saw the bile a month after it came out on D V D in Japan and I've you know, I've kinda drunk since then. 
Um, Majoroid is another movie I downloaded right after it came out of Japan, and wow. <laughs> I was skipping through that movie before watching it so I could get an idea of, you know, what kind of movie it was, and I saw one thing that made me just stop and watch. It was weird, it was bizarre, and it was just so totally strange. The only word I can truly use to describe it is magical. When the scene was over, though, I just put my hands and said, that's it, I'm done. Context can only ruin that. What came before and after? No. That's why I didn't watch the movie. A friend of mine did, though, so I asked him more about it. He says it is as a hardcore a porn as you can get without showing the fluids or genitals, and that one of the plots is about a serial rapist robot. So, uh, yeah, I don't quite think that's your thing. Uh, one of these days, though, I think I'm going to go through all my Japanese movies and make a best-of DVD, which just has all the weird scenes taken out of context and give that to you guys. Uh, anyway, that's all from me. I'm going to check out Psychotrop to see what that's like. Scott out. So, so major yo girl cop, yes, major no. no, no, okay, okay, because right. we don't need a serial rapist, no, robot. no, no, rapey. no, no, that is our no, that is our long standing rule. Would that be like a serial connector rapist robot? Yeah, zero point, IO. <laughs> yeah, RS232, <sighs> gross, yeah, it's a forced handshake. Mm. Ah, <laughs> what if it's a universal serial? <laughs> okay, all right, stop, moving on, <laughs> moving on, <laughs> moving on. terrible dot matrix, yeah. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's parallels, sir. Oh. What? Totally different. I know. Uh, next up, this one's from uh, David. He's got a suggestion. Mm. He uh, wants us, he says, anyway, I have a movie suggestion for you guys. It's 2011's Hobo with a Shotgun starring Rutger Hauer. Plays a homeless vigilante that fights crooked cops, pedophile Santas, guys in full metal armor, and a whole bunch of thugs. Features a lot of gore and is shot in a grindhouse style with very satisfying death scenes. One of the death scenes uses a hockey skate and another uses a manhole cover in a car. <laughs> There are a lot of Canadian nods and references in the movie, including two of the thugs driving Canada's only supercar, the Bricklin, and the ending music for the Raccoons cartoon was used for the credit music. The movie is currently available on Netflix for streaming, and I highly recommend this future Canadian classic. Anyway, that's it for me, and remember, kids, my spoon is too big. Crash and burn, David. <laughs> <laughs> my spoon is too big. And Yeah, we have, uh, we've actually talked about Ho with a Shotgun back mm-hmm. when it first came out on Video On Demand. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think... I think the issue with that one was we were not prepared for what it was. Like, it's, I felt they went too far with the gore in it. Yeah, it's it's a, and the style was very fatiguing because everything had s- extreme color filters on it, uh-huh. and it just it it gave me a headache after a while, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's, it's weird. A like it's bit much sometimes. Like, it's like Machete is like mostly in good fun, and this was like. Oh, the shotgun is just grueling. Yeah, yeah. like I, it, it goes that almost, not almost saw. You know, yeah, method. it should be goofy, but it feels very mean spirited. Right, I think is the issue that I had with it. And I mean, I a lot of people don't get that at all and really enjoy it. I sure, think it's just crazy. You know, Evil Deadish type. Yeah, craziness. Well, I think the the machete comparison is apt because that is a ultra violent movie that is fun. Right. Well, I mean, that they were both fake trailers in Grindhouse, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. Well, actually, Hobo with Shotgun wasn't on all the cuts. It was oh, one of the, okay. it was the only fan made trailer. Yeah. And then they actually added it in to certain screenings. And okay. Actually, gave the guy the money to make the movie later on. Sure. So. Yeah. I mean, there, there's just different ways to do violence, and I, it, you know, it, it's like with horror movies. There's like the the torture porn subgenre of of horror movies, and it's like that. 
that doesn't appeal to me at all. Well, that, that's just awful things happening and glorifying the awfulness. Well, I think mm-hmm. it's, I think it, it probably even a closer thing would be like how I can I can enjoy I enjoyed Machine Girl and Vampire Girl versus Frankenstein Girl, <laughs> sure. but I did not like Tokyo Gore Police. Right, like, Tokyo. <laughs> I'm saying Tokyo <laughs> Gore Police was like it took it too far. And yeah. It was like it wasn't fun. It was like okay, now you're just being weird and kind of gross and not in a fun way. Yeah. Like those movies are, they're all super ultra gory, but machine girl mostly is funny. Right. I I mean like the original evil dead is a good horror movie. Evil dead two is a goofy ass horror movie. Yeah. They are wildly different in tone and work on different levels. Yeah. Two is, is borderline three stooges comedy at some point. Whereas the first one is, you know, tree rape. So I mean it's yeah. there there's there's two sides of that and especially for like what we do hobo with a shotgun is not something we want. Yeah, it's well I mean right off the bat it's too self-aware. I yeah. mean it's obviously self-aware right, cuz yeah. uber self-aware. <laughs> it yeah. is the definition yeah. of but self-aware. Power is really good in it. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. I'm glad that every once in a while someone recognizes Rucker Hauer as yeah. someone who deserves a shot. But yeah. he's I mean, put man, him in coach. He can do it. <laughs> the man's seen things, man. He's, yeah. Mhm. Because, I mean, otherwise, man, he will just do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just throw some money at him. Yeah. He's Malcolm McDowell. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got more voicemails or emails to get through. All right. Another voicemail coming up Next. later. This uh, one, uh, Scott from Dallas, dovetailing off his uh, voicemail he just left. So Psycho Shark. Oh, good. Hey, guys, <laughs> I just got done watching Psycho Shark. It's a dull, boring, lifeless, empty shell of a movie with absolutely no redeeming qualities. <laughs> It's a 69-minute movie in which the titular shark doesn't appear until the 63-minute mark and has less than a minute of screen time. Oh, my dear Lord. I take comfort in knowing that the sun will someday swallow up the earth and all copies of this movie will be erased from existence. (laughs) May God have mercy on all the souls involved in the creation and distribution of this film. Do not watch this abomination. I have to watch it. Crash and Burn, Scott from Dallas. (laughs) So say we all. I saw him live tweeting this and I was like, oh, dear God. He was so angry. I, I could I could feel the anger through the Twitter. It's on Netflix. My phone so heated up. I think I'm gonna have to watch this. Is this an asylum thing? No, it's it? it's no. that's uh, Epoch, the people who put out the Samurai. Comic. Oh, was it there? Okay, yeah. okay. It was. It's one of theirs. All right, all right. So, I just want to know why is the shark like like mad? Like, does it have some sort of like I don't disease know. of some like mad cow disease for sharks? I mad don't shark know. disease. Kiss, kiss, say. Psycho shark? Or is it just a shark that's, you know, doing shark things? <laughs> doing shark, doing hood rat things with his shark friends? You know, th- these. this is the question I want answered. Oh, and I now I want to see what happens for 63 minutes of the 69-minute movie mm-hmm. that has no shark in it. It sounded like a lot of lame conversation. Oh, good. Talking about the shark. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I heard that shark. You know, it's Psycho. like building up the shark for to bring him in the second act yeah. of the play. Yeah. And it's like everybody talks about it and then, oh, there he is. No. Well, yeah. roll credits. <laughs> so, uh, it's also called Jaws in Japan. <laughs> well, then. Wait, it's, cause, it's called Jaws in that, Japan? That's another, uh, an AKA. Hmm. Huh. They had to. Clever. All right. Is wow. that the title in Japan? It, the, uh, the screen grab I just saw of, of your screen <laughs> must be that one awesome moment. Yeah. And between the 63 and 64 minute mark of this movie. I mean, it's composited terribly, but the shark looks like it's about 35 to 40 feet wide and it's trying to eat like a, a, a jetty or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I gotta watch it. Yep. <laughs> Chuck will watch it. Yes, I will. Be angry next week. Fantastic. Underwater terror. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Uh, Chase Island has written us. Because he is it the name of the movie? Says, no, his oh. name is Chase Island. Is he friends with Chase Mastercard? <laughs> I, I don't know. But he, he, he said how it's pronounced. Oh, okay. Island, so. Anyway, he says recommendations. I've been ABMFers. A couple recommendations. First, for Dogist, 2006 Quigley, starring Bamcast favorite Gary Busey, as a greedy software developer who dies slipping on dog crap and is reincarnated <laughs> as a Pomeranian. <laughs> Enough said. Wait. How did that not enter into our conversation of Doggist? That's yeah. That has to happen. I forgot it was a dog movie. Yeah, I, I, it's yeah, it's the the dog. movie that Gary Busey was yelling that he knows what heaven is. <laughs> yep. Oh, of course we're watching that. <laughs> yeah, we, I think we can safely say Quigley. Sure. Yeah. Second, 2002 is the Third Society, written, directed, produced, edited, and starring motorcycle racer and stunt woman J. A. Steele, <clears throat> and she wrote a Stargrove candidate song for a sex scene. She plays a motorcycle racer turned cop trying to take down triads, I guess. It's that, but that's not really important since she's so inept at filmmaking, you can't really follow, which is really what makes it so enjoyable. She originally wrote this for a male lead and shot it with herself as the lead, apparently as some sort of placeholder, but ended up eventually just putting it out that way. <laughs> she also might be the only person to film themselves in a nude scene. Bottom line, you have to see this to believe it. Crash and Burn, Chase. What's the name, of that? What's the name of that movie? The Third Society. It's a terrible Starring title. Don't woman J. A. Steele. Okay. I kinda want to see that one. Next up's Melinda, who says Repo, the genetic opera. I know you guys dislike musicals slash operas, and since I have yet to listen to all your back catalog, I'm not sure if you already touched on or perhaps even reviewed this movie already, but you should really look at Repo. It's a 2008 rock opera that takes place in the near future where humans were almost wiped out off the face of the earth by an epidemic of organ failures, but was saved by a genetics company that grows organs for transplant. The company charges exorbitant prices for the organs, and when people can't make their payments, their organs are repossessed by a repo man, read, murdered, gutted, and the transplant removed. It mostly follows a sick girl named Shiloh, who escapes from her overprotective father and becomes involved in the plans of the company's dying CEO. It's really great fun with tons of gore for the sake of gore, great music, and some truly fantastic singers, Sarah Brightman of Phantom of the Opera fame most notably. Uh. I know you at least enjoy the sets and costumes. <laughs> Sorry for misspellings, Lemmingbot sent from my iPhone. I love Repo. I own it on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah I thought we had talked about that. Um, it, I, I just thought from the title it was too self-aware. Um, I don't think it's trying to do anything. I think it just is. You <laughs> oh, know, I mean, right, like yeah. I, I don't know if it's necessarily trying to be a low-budget B movie or mm-hmm. if it just is. Honestly, okay. Um, I think it just they knew what they had money-wise and were like, "Fuck it, let's do it." Because I mean, it, was, it started as like an off-Broadway thing. Yeah, it, you know, they were like, "Let's make a movie out of it. Why not?" I mean, I know it's not a trauma film, but the title screams trauma. Sure, oh, yeah, no, no, that's no, what I, mean, I just assumed it was. I, yeah, I look at it as kind of, kind of Rocky Horror esque because I mean, the the guy who originally did the off-Broadway thing, wrote the songs, all that is in the movie, kind of mm-hmm. like Richard O'Brien. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like. Yeah, it's just kind of like I'm going to see this through. You know, this is going to be a thing I'm doing. Um, hmm. It's Anthony Head plays the the Repo Man from Buffy, um, and that that dude can sing. So it's I don't know. I like it. All right. So is that yeah, a I've heard good things. Is that a candidate for Rocktober or not? Or is it too? I don't think it's necessarily. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's our I, thing. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, that's the thing is, like, I think I think we would almost go into the Buckaroo Banzai thing where the Repo Defense Force would come out and it will. Would. Yeah, because, like, I mean, that's kind of a, it's, I think it was kind of created, and they were like, look, it's a Rocky Horror for a new generation. Yeah, that, yeah. And I'm afraid, like, people would be like, this isn't bad at all. How dare you? And, okay. Well, I, have, I have friends yeah. who would come to my house 
right with pitchforks yeah. and torches and tell me I mean, it, it, let's it, all watch it on our own. It feels kind of bad to say because I, I <laughs> yeah, think like, I will. I think that's like part of it feels like marketing of like let's turn this into a cult movie immediately, but it yeah. kind of worked too. Yeah, you know, like it. Well, ca- it, it yeah. kind of got a kind of got a groundswell on the off Broadway thing. Yeah, so. so. Well, I remember hearing stories about it on NPR and stuff like that, where they were like, "Here's the latest cult movie." And as soon as I hear that, I'm like, "Eh, no, you, you don't, can't." You, cult you, movies just have to happen. You can't pitch it like that. Sure. So, I, so that for me has always been like the thing where it's like, okay, that movie's probably trying too hard. So I mean, I'll take your word for it that you love it, and I, I, I'll give it a shot. It. I mean, I really liked it. Well, you know. liked it enough to buy it. Yeah. So well, it was also like four dollars. Hey, four dollars. <laughs> four dollars, man. It's, Wasn't there also an action movie with a generally same premise, like Repo Man or something? Well, Repo Man is not an action movie. <laughs> That's oh. a really weird Alex Cox movie from the eighties. Well, there's there Repo Man. No, 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 no. Man. Oh, Repo Man. Yes. Yes. Yeah. totally different. Yes, yeah. the Jindal. one that. Yeah, where they repossess organs or something. Sure. Something like yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of organ repossession going around. Yeah. Yeah. I think I every one third of my movie Bruce Willis does yeah. is about organ oh, repossession mm. or something. I got one of my kidneys oh, yeah, repossessed last surrogates, week. Wasn't there? Yeah. Matt, who uh, wrote last week, asked Matt, you Uwe Boll. Mm-hmm. Uwe. He said, uh, Bamcasters, mea culpa on the Uwe Boll suggestion. <laughs> To be honest, I keep forgetting that Uwe did either Far Cry or In the Name of the King. Mm-hmm. Even with IMDb open in front of me, my eyes slide right over those without registering any of the words. <laughs> Perhaps he's just one of those filmmakers destined to be known only for his earliest works. I'll be more careful next time. In relation to the most recent cast, I should note that from where I sit, I can see Brad Dorff's signature gracing the front of my copy of Death Machine. <laughs> the yep, cover sure. to Death Machine had haunted me for years after passing it over once in the local rental place. Though it was disappointing when I finally watched it a few years ago, that metal paw in the pool of mercury still sticks in my head. Getting it signed by Dorf would have been cooler if not for the fact that the guy ahead of me had brought the exact same movie <laughs> to be signed. Dorf took it all in stride, though, and it led to a minor hobby of getting actors to sign copies of the shittiest movies they've been in. Surprisingly, most have been a pretty good, have had a pretty good sense of humor about it. Again, sorry about doubting the thoroughness of the Banff cast. Crash and burn, MC out. Somehow I don't think that's the shittiest movie Brad Dorff ever made. Oh, no. Nope. 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 I can vouch for I that. I'm pretty nope. sure that is far from nope. it. Nope. Nope. But I will agree with that guy. It is more fun to take someone. Oh, a, we were doing that. A, a little scene movie. It doesn't even have to be good or bad. Just something that they don't sign all the time. They they enjoy In my experience, they always enjoy it. Well, since Richard Hatch is perennial at conventions, I plan to... Find a point to ask him about Ghetto Blaster. As you should. Yeah. I would like to hear some oh, stories, some yeah. Ghetto Blaster stories. Man, give him a sign a copy of Ghetto Blaster. I'm sure he will sit you I'd down. Have, I'd have to find a copy of Ghetto Blaster. Sure. But interview I, him yeah. about I think he will, he will say, hey, sit down. I have stories yeah. to tell about Ghetto Blaster that no one has ever asked before. Yeah. So, yeah. We'll he, become the home to the, he's pretty the much internet's a, home for Ghetto Blaster insider information. Yeah. He, right. he, like Peter Mayhew, is pretty much at every convention in the country simultaneously somehow. Sure. Yeah, like the the <laughs> ghost hunter guys. Yeah. Hey, man. How do they find time to catch all the ghosts? I don't know. They're, they're at every convention. Maybe they're catching ghosts. Oh, it's ghost oh. convention. Yeah. Ghost convention. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, right. they just film in places around the convention right. schedule. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, next up, voicemail. Okay. From a caller we've been waiting to hear back from, actually. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Here we go. Hi, Garfield. It's John. I just wanted to let you know Lyman's going to swing by later and drop off his copies of Shadow Warriors 1 and 2. They're about a team of guns for hire made up of Hulk Hogan, Carl Weathers, Shannon Tweed, and that evil sensei from the Karate Kid. Lyman says they're like if the Expendables was written by Al Bundy. 
He says the first one, Assault on Devil's Island, is the best one. It's the one where Hulk Hogan fights Billy Drago, Tybo Billy Blanks, and a shark, all to save the all-American gymnastics team from an international drug cartel. It's also the one where, in spite of it being a made-for-TV movie, Shannon Tweed manages, manages to show her boobs in the first eight minutes. Well, anyway, if Lyman gets there before I get back, please don't shred his pants with your claws. He hates that shit. Hope your first day of your diet's going okay. Mondays, am I right? Hang in there, buddy. John out. <laughs> oh, John. Well Christ. played. John. Oh, that is the best. God damn it. And I need to see that that movie. Like, I wish I need to see that movie. I wish we had played this last week, just so we could have watched that movie this week. I know. My God, I can remember watching (laughs) WCW at the time when they would like fill their three-hour shows with behind-the-scenes making of those dumbass movies. I I think it was supposed to be a series at one point. Like after Thunder Mm -hmm. in Paradise had gone off, they were going to do this dumbass. Just every every person who was making TNT movies at the time, they were just piling them into this movie. That's why Billy Blanks and Billy Drago and Carl Weathers and Shannon Tweed are all in there. I mean, Martin Cove. Yeah, yeah. It's just hey, who can we get? Who's on the TNT roster? (laughs) Because then, like the next week, they would do a movie with Sting and. (laughs) Terrible. Sting like the police wrestler Sting. WCW's Sting. The Sting. Sting. The Sting. The I've sting. seen that movie. Don't stand so. Senor so, Sting. All That's right. right. Everyone make your Sting jokes. <laughs> Next up is... Uh, <laughs> got one from Jess here. It says, Hi, Bamcasters. Hi. Thought you might enjoy God Bless America, the ridiculously violent indie movie directed by Bobcat Goldwaith and starring Joel Murray. This movie is nothing like I thought it would be. I was settling in for a sarcastic indie movie take on the ills of society, and ten minutes in, a baby is tossed into the air and blown to pieces with a shotgun. And I laughed. And I work with kids. I watched this movie a few weeks ago, and I still can't figure out if it'll garner jocks or bags, but it should be a fun one to recount, as it just gets more and more ridiculous. Fun drinking game. Drink whenever someone watching with you says, holy shit, or what just happened? (laughs) You ready to hear your take on this one, Jess? You have watched this, BJ, if I remember right. Mm Mm-hmm. Satire's what, hard. What was your take on God Bless America? Uh, Were you drunk? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, maybe a little. Um, <laughs> I'm usually drunk. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I was probably I should, drunk. I the other Tumblr question. full of vodka. Were you sober? <laughs> I, I was definitely drunk. <laughs> I was drunk, I'm drunk now. now. <laughs> um, hard to describe, and I've already talked about it, so all of the things about it that I would say have kind of flown out of my mind. Yeah, sure. just go but back I don't and listen to episode of... Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah listen to <laughs> radio edit. Um, I don't know if it really qualifies for what we do um, because it's not necessarily bad. I mean, it's not poorly written. It's not poorly executed. It's just odd. Yeah. And, and it goes off the rails awfully quick. And it's not as funny as you think it should be. It's not as funny as I think it was presented to be. It has its It's another one that's more dark-hearted. Than yeah. yeah well, it's, it's like, I mean, Shakes the Clown. I was going to say, Shakes the Clown watch. might be the only one that we could do from the Bobcat Goldthwaite catalog. Is watch. Yeah. That, is a, that is just... And that dark. is dark. I mean, mm-hmm. that is just... Un- I remember 
hey, this is going to be a wacky comedy. Nope. Well, I remember, <laughs> like, you know, like, people were like, oh, my God, Bad Santa. I'm like, have you seen Shakes the Clown? Yeah. Like, Bad Santa wanted to be Shakes the Clown. Shakes yeah. the Clown is that uncomfortable thing that Bad Santa was trying to be. Yeah. And then, like, 20 years later, someone gave Bobcat Goldthwait a ton of money because yeah. that's all he's doing now is, you know, really uncomfortable movies. Yeah. Hey, man. Well, good for him. Yeah, sure. He's making the movies he wants to make. Absolutely. More so. power to him. All right. Next one up, Rich from Pittsburgh says, thank you for Arena. Ahoy, Bamcast. <laughs> Just wanted to throw a few movies out that were on the beginning of a copy of Arena. They were so ridiculous, I had to stop Arena to find them. They were Chuck's favorite, Rotor, oh, Alienator, God. and Evil Tunes. Of the three, I can only truly recommend Rotor. Rotor no. is a Tai Chi using cyborg cop created by a scientist named Cole Iron, who is fired because he can't get a five-year program done in 60 days. Much like a Sedaris movie, they are just aware enough to make it funny with irony. Mm-mm. Quote that made me laugh out loud. Look at these cheekbones, baby. Either I'm an Indian or I'm a sissy. Followed up with, once you go red, you never get out of bed. Crash and Bird, Rich and Pittsburgh. Rotor. Chuck hates Rotor. God damn it. Rotor, I swear to God, is the worst movie I've ever seen. And I've <laughs> watched that movie like eight times. hates Rotor. It, we, it is, we've almost watched Rotor so many times. Like, like before Chuck got here. I we think should have watched it, it before Chuck got it here. It was going to be That's episode... I'll watch it again if you guys It was going to be episode 50, I believe. No, and then, then we realized that we had like an awesome yeah, we, we double header for episode 50. We so. can't do a movie that like you've seen that many times. That, that just never works. We've, we've done that before. We're just like, yeah, this movie. You know, because you know, like, then like, someone's just like, yep, that movie. I've seen it too many times. It's not fresh. I have no enthusiasm. Oh, I could get worked up for Rotor again. Oh, How many times have you seen Rotor? Eight or nine, at least. Right. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. We it also seems like it's been. Covered You're to just death. gonna have to take the yeah. week off. I'm sorry. When are you taking I think a week that's off? Are you ever gonna take a week off? Yeah. You're always right here, man. You're Mr. Consistent. We're mm-hmm. all right here. <laughs> yeah, well, the punctuality. No, I yeah. keep trying to take. I'm a gonna week be off. Perfect attendance. Yeah. Gonna be off when I'm on my honeymoon. Yeah, we were off for July 4th. Yeah. Well, yeah. we all took. We all took. That was mostly. That started off being my fault. Yeah, yeah. That's it. But anyway, I think. Uh, Arena and Alienator are out now on the same DVD. I think they are both in, think the, so. in the quad release that came out. Mm. Shout Factory has been putting out these movies in four packs, and mm. if, if they're not on the same release, they are both on Shout Factory DVDs now. Well, so. I, I got to say, like, um, we have a batch of movies, and like, there it was one that would always kind of haunted me at the video store. I was like, I should watch this, but that Evil Tunes. Mm-hmm. I I sampled a couple minutes of that movie, and I was like, man, I don't. Isn't I that Fred Olin Ray? Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I can but do that movie. That is the movie that Fred Olin Ray aficionados go. That's a really good Fred Olin Ray movie, Whoa. like a an actual movie, like not filled with stock footage and other the, bullshit. The box art is hilarious for yeah. that. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah, I just I don't know the couple. I mean, even the trailer was like, man, I kind of don't want to ever watch this movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That movie like came out around that time where like everyone was getting sucked into satellite dishes. Like, stay, stay tuned. tuned and uh, uh, mom and dad save the world mm-hmm. and just uh, that time of just... Obviously, satellite dishes kind of either suck things in or suck things out or right. blow things out. Yes, yeah, it's whatever. or Pleasantville. Sure. They're like <laughs> magnets. Yeah. Nobody knew how they worked. No. no. Still don't. But they were scary. No. Now we just put them further up on the roof so they right. don't suck us in. Or magnets? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> put your magnets on your roof. Yeah. Okay. By the way, the uh, the... DVD four-pack from Shout Factory is Arena, Eliminators, America 3000, and The Time Guardian. Okay, so Alienator is in the other one. Mm-hmm. The one that came out already. Okay. Alienator. Oh, Eliminators has been in the... Shout Factory is really doing God's work. Yes, lately. they are. They are. They're the, 
they're the mans. Every every week they are releasing something awesome. Every week. And this is your weekly reminder that Dark Angel will be coming out on Blu-ray from Shout Factory August 27th. That's right. That's like how you did that. I was almost like, this is your weekly reminder that Dark Angel. Dark Angel. Well, come out. <laughs> did I say Dark Angel? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like that we're giving up and calling it Dark Angel. I'm, I'm, I'm not no, happy with I come that. in peace. It, I... I'm giving it the just official name so that it. people can I find know. it. I know. Yeah. I just, it will always you be have a cool I Come name. In Peace. We, we have two copies of it. You have a cool name. Up. Why are you, why are you switching right to the lame one? That too. Anyway, so how about we do some contact information and go ahead and get on out of here. Email us, bmf at bmfcast.com. Find us at bmfcast.com. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Find us on the, all the socials at youtube.com, facebook.com, and twitter.com slash bmfcast. Stitcher, which is an app for all of your relevant mobile devices. You can also find us on iTunes. Search for Bad Movie Fiends. Subscribe, rate, and review. And give us a call on the Garfield phone. 910-5-JAX-BMF. 910-556-9263. Wake Garfield up. Give him something to do. And please be concise. Yes. yes. We're begging you. Please. Begging. Keep it around a minute. It will have a much better chance of getting on. Mm-hmm. One minute and for voicemails and one page for emails. Yeah. One, don't man Mackie scroll. One yeah, smartphone scroll. If I scroll. have to scroll... Your email's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Well, you can get one one smartphone scrolls worth of Maybe. email. Yeah. yeah, and honestly, if you have a whole lot to say, like Patrick did about Death Machines, leave it in the comments on the website. That way, it will be preserved per- for posterity, yeah. and people, and then other people can comment on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Aye. Anyway, so let's uh, let's get on out of here, shall mm-hmm. we? I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach, and I'm Chuck, and this is Bamfcast out. Mm-hmm.